following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. I'm Leo, that's Mario. The heel that steals the deal, the villain that stays chilling, the anti hero of the eyes. Let me see your boy, Mr. Radar. And Look our, alive! And our third man yeah. on the broadcasting team. He's known, he's a man known for his many monikers. Yes. He's the voice Give me of one. the Mark organization. Yes. He's also the king of hamburger meat. Yes. And he's also the type of guy that will ruin the show for you if you're not watching it live from Suplex City, bitch. Yo, yo, Sam. yo, yo, let me speak on this. What's going on, everybody? Sammy Spoiler, I mean, Suplex is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy spoiler. <laughs> I, I technically didn't spoil it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, you did. I said stay yeah, you away did. from no, the spoilers. No, no, you spoiled it. You have a bad habit, Sam, yes. on the chat to say things. Oh when, my God! Did you guys just see no, that? No, Sam. Why don't you wait like a couple hours or maybe a day? I was trying to warn you guys. No, but see, no. Hold on, the wait, spoilers wait, wait. were rampant. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. First of all, let's put the volume up a little bit on the drops real quick. Dale. Congratulations, yeah, you played yourself. I gotta give you the congratulations. You know why? Because yes! on Wednesdays, yep. I watch wrestling on delay, yes. both AW and NXT. And right. I watch it I Thursday keep, morning. I stay away from social media. I have mm-hmm. no problem staying away from social media. No. I have no problem doing it. No. I stay away from social media because okay. I don't want to get spoiled, of right? Of course. This guy, on the other hand, <sighs> this guy's too busy on social media watching Chalkline Jackets. <sighs> Just stay away from social media. Sammy Spoiler. Hey man, I was trying to warn you guys: stay off the internet. Congratulations! You I didn't say yourself. anything. Happened. You have a bad. Cain Velasquez could have won the title. You get a little bit too anything excited. Anything could happen. But you get. But you get what happened. You get a little bit too excited sometimes yes, on the chat. Yes. That's why we had to put a new rule specifically for you. Right. No more talking about wrestling when it's on. When it's on, or if somebody hasn't watched it, period. So I tag that friend. That t- tag that Sammy uh, spoiler. spoiler friend. <laughs> Uh, let them know we're here. What's up, guys? We're going to talk about everything that's going on. A lot of things are going on, on there. I've always Mr. wanted Mario. to do this. Yes. Always, oh, no, t- wait, wait, wait. I've always want, thanks to Sammy Suplex, yeah. Sammy Suplex for the for the Stone Cold um, IPAs. <laughs> I've always wanted to do this, listening to something to wrestle with. Uh-huh. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Give me a second. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hashtag, that so good. hashtag it's Miller time. It's not Miller time, but still. <laughs> hashtag is Stone Cold time. All right. Cheers. Salud. Don't be dropping right. shit on my floor. <laughs> so what we're doing right now is we're trying out El Segundo's Brewing Company, the Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Not Mario, bad. first thoughts. First not of bad. all, first of all, do you like IPAs? I'm not an IPA guy, but I've have had them. Okay. Like I have no problem drinking them. It's not my beer of choice. Okay. 
but I have had them, and this has a pretty good taste to it. There we go. Ben Cliff is saying, what's up, guys, from England? Uh, guys, Yo, share ben. the video. Let the people know that we are here. Sammy, what did you think of the Broken Skull IPA? This is my favorite IPA. Okay. I love this. It had to be. It had to be. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm not only a member, I'm also the president That's it. of the Mark organization. <laughs> this is a damn good beard, people. I love it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's 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 touch on a, c- a couple topics before we get to the to the big juicy stuff, if you will. What do you think, Leo? I like it. I like it. It's not as bitter as all the other IPAs. Yeah, it's got a smooth face. Hey, you need to change your voice a little bit over there. <clears throat> I'm actually awake this time. It feels so good to be awake. Let's get that stuff out. Let's get that it stuff out of the way. It feels so good to be awake. <laughs> the moco. Did he just? Hey, hey. Oh, that is a disgusting. <laughs> ass. I'm working on my Spanish here, guys. Come on, no. work with me here, I, people. I love now the fact that now since this guy has sound effects too. Yeah. Now you get a double whammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's all, all right. Good. No. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm all not right. gonna overdo it. We're good. We're good. Oh, I'm good. All right. Okay. Can I play one more? If you want. One more. Hey, hey, hey! But we haven't talked about, a fe- about we haven't talked about a female oh, yet. But the so. beer, though, I gave you a boner. It was good. All right. You oh, know yeah, what? Man. Okay, let's let's just move on. Uh, so some on. some things has happened the last couple hours. So we're not gonna touch a base heavy on this because some people in the room haven't watched it yet. But uh, oh my god, I'm sorry. Uh, ben Cliff is saying you're drinking that. I'm drinking Shaq soda. I got a case imported from America, and it's rancid. Like Shaq, oh, like the basketball. Yeah, man. We get that in what? the bodegas, in the corner stores. Bodega? It's, it's fucking gross, man. Yeah, no, don't do it. Say no to Shaq. Soda. No. Okay, Dale, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just had that. Um, so New Japan had their show this uh, past evening slash early morning, Power Struggle. Mm-hmm. It's one of their big shows before going into Wrestle Kingdom this year. And some interesting things has happened. Will Ospreay successfully defend the the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Bushi in a great match. Mm-hmm. And he kind of called out the locker room saying that he defeated all the junior heavyweights. There's nobody left. He's considered himself the best junior uh, heavyweight, which he ain't really lying there. Um, he might be mm-hmm. the best in the world. Um, and then Hiromo Tana ha- uh, Takahashi came out after having a severe, crazy injury about a year or two years ago. Yeah. I'm so happy for this guy because this guy was like in the prime. Like not even the prime. He was getting there. He hadn't hit his prime yet, and he had a devastating neck injury. He broke his neck during a match with Dragon Lee about a year and some change ago. He came out, and it looks like we're getting Takahashi versus um, Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom. And I think this match is going to be incredible. Probably going to be one of those matches we'll talk about at the end of 2020. Yeah. Uh, Ospreay and Bushi was unreal, Bencliff. Great match. Great yep. match. And then also, more on the New Japan front, uh, Chris Jericho made his return, not in the arena, but he had a little video package on calling out uh, Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. So we spoke about in previous episodes that this is a potential match that I thought that we're going to get. And I think we're going to get it. Except we're not getting it at night one. We're going to get it at night two, uh, January the 5th. <laughs> get it night two. Okay, sorry. Oh, boy. Here we go. Sorry. So we're going to get Tanahashi, the <laughs> ace, versus the pain maker, Chris Jericho, which I think is going to be another incredible match. Yeah, they're stacking the, the deck for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. It look, it's looking like uh, a can't-miss show for any wrestling fan. Well, and, and especially you want that because, and I was thinking about this the other day, and we're going to get into all the issues that Ring of Honor is having, but WrestleMania weekend, like I think that's where now New Japan came into the fold as you have to watch this stuff. Because I think before WrestleMania weekend, they were like, okay, yeah, like uh, us being the crazy G1 guys. The G1 Supercard was kind of like 
more of a of a mainstream show. Yes, minus and, and, the little hiccups that well, weren't because of them. But. No, but I'm saying, but if you just focus on the New Japan side of it, that was if you just focus watch. on the New Japan side of it, that's probably one of the top ten shows of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's what? like they came out and they flexed their muscles out there, and was like, "This is what you guys are missing if you're not watching." All the time, and then Ring of Honor just completely took a shit. They just fell on their ass. And yeah. we're going to talk about them in a little bit. Yeah, um, more on the New Japan front. Also, at the end of the main event, Jay White successfully, sexist, bleh, successfully defended the IWGP Intercontinental Championship against uh, Godu. And mm -hmm. then afterwards, Naito came out. Uh, looks like he wants a rematch. Then Kotobushi came out with the briefcase. Um, the, the gimmick here is that each one of these guys wants to be a double champion. At Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, January the 5th, and out came ok Okada, and he kind of just shitted on everybody saying that the title he holds, it's the title, and this is the only title that matters. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a weird segment for me because they kind of left it to a point where the fans should decide. I don't, I think what we're going to get is we're going to get an IC title match and a world title match, obviously, at night one. We're going to get Naito. And Jay White for the IC title, which I talked about. And then we're going to get Goto Bushi and Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship in the main event. And then night two, we're going to get champion versus champion, winner takes all. Now, doesn't that kind of take away from you wanting to watch night one? No. Because you have to wait for the... Like, Not for me. Okay. No, because I'm saying, like, let's say you put one of those guys in the next match the next day. Are they saying the guy or just the title? So whoever the champion is. Well, think about it this way. No matter no matter who wins any of these matches, mm. there might be a potential that somebody might walk out as champion, might just win a title, yeah. and then drop it the next, next day. Night, yeah. They just meet a, might be a one day champion. A Rey Mysterio, a Kevin, Na no Kevin Nash. Did he have it for one day when he beat Bob Backlund? Mysterio, Kane. Mysterio had it for a day. Yeah, Mysterio had it for a day. Kane has also had it for a day. Mm -hmm. I think Kevin Nash had it too. No, ba Backlund did. Remember he won it and then Kevin Nash beat him at the and house show? And I think show? what Mysterio was even worse because Mysterio had it only for a couple of hours. He he won the WWE Championship and then John Cena beat him in the main event. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> you're, looking at, you're looking at a... a, a what you're looking at here is yep. the potential of somebody just winning a title and dropping it the next day. Yeah, and New Japan doesn't do that very often, so they get a pass if they if they do that. You know, I I think I don't think it would be bad booking on their part. Mm -hmm. Well, so, friends yeah. of the chat are saying they should have uh, all belts on the line match. Do you really want that though? To have every belt on the line, like winner takes all. What do you mean, like uh, throwing the never open? No, no, no. With the with the match that we're talking about. With well, the... that's what's going to be. It's going to be title versus title. No, but I'm saying for one match, they take everything. You mean like a, a four-way? Yeah. Nah, man. I, you don't, I don't want need that? A uh, you, Undertaker's first run was a day. What up to the people on the chat? The I don't fuck? need a four-way in New Japan. Why? Ma not for Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. Maybe for like an oddball, like you know, one of these other like uh, uh, B shows, like mm -hmm. B pay-per-views, if you will. Yeah, okay. but I don't need it for Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> my opinion. Our truth loses his belt every day. Just about. Uh, but no, but I, I think that that's good. Like, stick to what you know. In other words, with with New Japan, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. What they're doing is good. Uh, just keep doing that. You don't need to to try to be anything else that you're not. I agree. Dale. Yeah. Um. So on the MLW front, we had a pretty good pay per view uh, last night. It was their mm -hmm. first pay per view super fight, and um, was it a great show? I don't think it was like a great, amazing show, but I thought it was a pretty good show uh, mm -hmm. for their first pay per view. They had a couple hiccups here and there, but very. 
minor. Hiccups where? And uh, there was a couple of, of production issues where the timing was a little bit off during the entrances, but that's just nitpicking here. Okay. And also, during the opening match on the actual main card mm-hmm. was the Von Eriks, uh, Ross and Marshall. Okay. Um, versus the Dynasty, which is MJF and uh, Rich Holiday, if I'm not mistaken. I think the mm-hmm. dude's name, the, that's the dude's name for the tag titles. Right. And one thing that I, I that I noticed about the match was it was a t- tornado tag, and I could tell that Ra- Ross and Marshall are still, like, very green. Yeah. So there was a couple of stuff there that I'm like, eh, you know. But it was what it was. Uh, one thing I will say about Ross and Marshall, the fans are behind them, you know, because they're, mm-hmm. they're Von Erics, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because so of the that, name. So that definitely helps out, but uh, yeah, they'll get better in time. You know, that that's my only nitpick on that match. Uh, the, the match tonight night for me was Aries and uh, Teddy Hart. That was an incredible match. Um as to be expected. Though. People were super behind uh, Teddy Hard, and Aries was just getting a ton of heat, and also got a ton of heat with Jim Cornette on Twitter. But that's another story <laughs> right there um, that will that will blend in somewhere later on in the show. But um, uh, that match was was great. Also, the Stairway to Hell match between uh, Bestia Seis, Jimmy Havoc, and Mance Warner. That match was blood everywhere crazy and another match that had a lot of blood too was the main event with um la park versus uh jacob fatu jacob fatu is just a monster dude um that guy you know which i'm happy that he's in the mlw mm. world champ it's only a matter of time whether it's a year from now or maybe even two years from now where wwe or AEW is going to pick this guy up because this guy has star written all over him now yeah, th- didn't la park break his neck or was it la park La Parca Triple A's La Parca okay. broke his neck. Yeah. Okay. This is the original La Parca, which is L.A. Park. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Because I I saw that he uh, that he did a planche or whatever. Not a, he did a dive and then hit his. He head. was a, he was a bloody mess though. Yeah, he no. was a fucking bloody mess. Dang. But uh, overall, I think MLW had a go, you know had a good showing. I thought the pay per view was good. Um, support this brand. They they remind me a lot of ECW in the senses not not necessarily like all the extreme stuff even though we did get a lot of extreme stuff last night. But they remind me ECW just the vibe the atmosphere. From it, from the from the fans and stuff, very ECW esque, mm-hmm. and we're actually going to see uh, MLW in February and um at the ECW arena. Yeah, so I can't f- wait for that one. That's going to be a great show. Friends of the show in the chat are saying very solid pay per view for MLW. I had a crazy night. I watched the UFC, then New Japan, then MLW this morning. There was a lot of shit going on last yeah, night. There was a lot. And then you, you had the Canelo fight, Canelo fight, Canelo fight. A lot of shit. Um, so yeah, congrats to MLW for their first pay-per-view. Oh, also one thing I wanted to point out about MLW too, they announced, which you kind of see that we were getting that already because they would mention AAA, but they officially announced that they're in bed with AAA. So now AAA is not only in bed with MLW, Impact Wrestling and AEW. They're in bed with three different American promotions. They're trying to put that, uh, American footprint out there, man. They're trying to branch out. And c- congratulations to him. I think it's I think it's a solid. I think it's definitely a solid. Yeah. Um, win for MLW and AAA. You know, you get other organizations now doing business with you. Yeah. So I think this is a solid for both companies here. Absolutely. And MLW is doing the right things at the right time because they're pacing themselves as they're growing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They're not rushing into things. Yeah, they're not going all. straight into the Monday Night War. <laughs> they're, they're you know <laughs> they're doing what ECW didn't do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. They're monetizing everything, yeah. which is great. I mean, ECW was the original NXT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were a farm, <laughs> uh, farmer system, and in many ways, MLW. You could you could say that MLW and Impact is somewhat the farming system for AEW if you think about it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good if they will start working together like full time. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in other words, because and this is what we've talked about before with the indies and the way everything is going on nowadays, that all in pay-per-view was when you actually had a lot of indie shows getting together. So what if as AEW, you do that as a yearly thing, maybe not at All Out, but maybe another pay-per-view, where yeah. you do bring in other talent and you kind of work together. Because there's a lot of good talent out there that you could showcase. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see. Think about it, a couple months ago, we were seeing the Lucha Brothers both in Impact and MLW, and now mm-hmm. they're only exclusive to only AAA and AEW. AEW yeah. 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 Okay. By, by the way, uh, we're going to share on the page the, the interview. It's in Spanish, though, but it's a really good Q&A with the Lucha Brothers. Is that um, the one that you sent me a couple weeks ago? That, that was really you. good. I showed my dad that, and he yeah. enjoyed it, too. Yeah, so if you habla español, I'm sorry, Sam, but if you habla español, it. it's I'm actually a, a, it's a good Q&A because what they did was that they started their YouTube channel, okay. um, and they take questions from the fans, but it's more in-depth. It's not like, hey, what's your favorite color? No, it's not that. <laughs> It's more like, hey, who? I feel you know, like somebody did ask that question yeah, in the YouTube probably, video. Probably, probably. Oh, no. But what they ask is like, okay, who did you train with? Do you remember like where you guys started? They also talk about their previous uh, incarnations of yes. the names too. Yes. Right, like, right. what did you start with? And it's funny because Ray Phoenix is like, oh, I use this name, and you can like see uh, um, Penta turn to him like, you really use that name? <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. Remember back when I was this? He was like, oh yeah, you did use that name. Right, so right. it's kind of it's a good dynamic, it's a good Q and A, uh, and with all the stuff that's out there, I think you should take a little bit of time and actually see into that. But we'll share it later, uh, Mario. Dale. All right, let's get to some WWE stuff because a lot of what a lot of stuff no. has happened on the WWE front, a lot of stuff. No. And I think we need to start in Crown Jewel, the actual show Crown Jewel, before we talk about SmackDown and some of the rumors mm-hmm. and and everything else mm-hmm. that's going on. So overall, I can honestly say Money in the Sand four was one of the better probably the best money in the sand that we've gotten standalone I, yes i agree yeah because that, that was the best crown jewel pay-per-view that we got because i think the greatest royal rumble which was money in the sand one i thought that was good and then i would rank that number two number three would be the one where dx fought taker and kane which that, that was, was a, a shit one. show but that was a bad one that was a, but the worst one was the one with goldberg and taker of course yeah. that was the worst one so i think this crown jewel overall i thought it was a good show yeah, absolutely. By itself, not looking at anything else that's going on around it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So they opened up the show with Brock Lesnar squashing Cain Velasquez, and I have no problem with this. I think this was the right call. I thought that was stupid, though. Like, the K- way but Cain Velasquez it, yeah. is hurt. He needs knee surgery. Yeah, he needs knee surgery. And let's be honest here. If wait, you... wait, 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 wait. How do you sign a guy for a multi-year contract knowing that he's hurt? Congratulations. You played yourself. This is worse than than re-signing uh, Maria Canellas knowing that she's pregnant. They they I think WWE thought that since they were on Fox, uh-huh. they were gonna get like more mainstream buzz with Kane Velasquez. Yeah, and this is not knocking Kane because when he was in AAA, I thought he was doing great. No, of course, but he was wrestling a lucha libre yeah, style, style with luchadors mm-hmm. that were carrying him. Yeah. Now he's Daniel not, Bryan could carry him. Now you're wrestling a different style, yeah. a heavy style, with a guy like Brock Lesnar. First of all, he looked atrocious. I don't want to disrespect the guy. He looked but really small. He looked atrocious, atrocious, and it, it just it, it didn't it didn't get the effect that I think WWE wanted. I thought it was strange that they they did like an MMA style type of yes. wrestling match. Mm-hmm. It it was little, it kind of threw me off, and then I started watching. I was okay. I guess they're gonna go this route because it's probably gonna end soon. And then that was yeah. exactly what happened. He grabbed him with the kimura or whatever. So 
Uh, we were just talking about this before we started recording. Brock likes to go on first if he's not last, and he got the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then, then that's going to make a lot of sense in a little bit. But <laughs> uh, but no, and, and I think they did make a mistake by making it an MMA-style fight because I'm looking at this, and I'm like, wait, you know what I mean? Like It, it kind of looked like, remember? Because he didn't wrestle like that in AAA. No, because again, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he, he wasn't going to wrestle Lucha Libre-style yeah. Brock. Right. And if you think about it, you have an injury. He can't really go unless right. he's wrestling with yeah, a luchador. What other outing you have? This is, once again, a, a case when it comes to WWE booking themselves in a corner, Damn. and now they have to try to get out of it. So there was no other way. Yeah. This I, was the right call. Yeah, I think it was the right call. I think even though they did book themselves in a corner, that they got out of that corner the mm -hmm. right way with this. You know what I mean? Making Plus, if you heard the Saudi crowd... They yeah. were all they over, were Brock. over Brock. They, they, love didn't, they didn't give a shit about Kane Velasquez. They were booing Kane. Well, they don't like Mexicans out there, so. Well, apparently, they don't like a lot of people, but we'll we'll leave that in a little bit. Okay, so I think it was the right call, and uh -huh. I like the the interaction we got between Ray and Brock. And yeah. now, based on what we saw on SmackDown, where Brock quit uh -huh. SmackDown, now he's gonna head over to Raw. I'm I'm kind of pumped to, to see a, a potential Ray Mysterio Brock Lesnar program. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this is what Ray needs right now in his career. Yeah, and uh, you know? sidebar, uh, big ups to uh, Mr. Um, Paul Heyman for speaking Spanish better than Mario. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> that was a lot. That was actually really good. Um, it's a but, good promo, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like, guys that do promos, right? Because Heyman's a promo guy. He's able to sell you anything, right? Mm -hmm. So, But when you look at it, like, it has a purpose, it's not like what we've talked about here before where you have uh, Bray Wyatt and that's why his original character became stale because he was just talking to nothing. Yeah. Like right now, what Heyman did on SmackDown, that was right into the point. Hey, we're going to quit and that's it. And this is where we're going here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but overall, I think what you have here now with Kane and, and Brock, will we see it down the line? Yeah, we, we'll see it down the line, but I guess Kane has to rehab now. Yeah. He gets I, a whole year, right? I think it's it's funny that I feel like WWE kind of like saved themselves in a way. How? Because they booked themselves in a corner with The Fiend and, and, and Seth. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of like they're getting themselves out of that corner by, okay, now we got the title on Bray. Now he's going to stay on SmackDown. We're going to kill this feud. And now we're going to go over and have Brock move the title over to Raw. It's almost like they're yeah, they but move they're, the pieces but around. They're, yeah, but they're re and we're going to get to the main event in a little bit, but they're reacting to that because they fucked up. This was the Fiend and Ron's feud. We should have never got to begin with. That's Fiend true. doesn't need a title. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that the the fight, like the the ending to Hell in the Cell, right? Do you think that that was originally where the Fiend was supposed to win the title? And then the Saudi prince called and said, uh -uh, no, I, I want to hear. No, I think Vince actually thought that Fans were behind Rollins and yeah. that they were going to be against the Fiend, right. which is once again a poor case of Vince not listening to the audience here. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm listening. I'm listening. And and you got a shit finish, even though the 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 Mark organization, the WWE diehards, would tell you the same of the world. They would tell you like, oh, um, yeah, don't do that to me, bro. They would they would tell you they would tell you they would tell you, Sam. Oh, the reason we got the title switch at Crown Jewel. Was because they're they they're they're reacting to a portion of the audience. You got to be such a fucking mark, yeah. yeah, to to not see that majority of the audience wants to see the the fiend 
win this. He doesn't need the title. He doesn't need the title at all. And this is a feud that we should have never gotten. WWE gets the biggest congratulations for booking this feud. It's too early. No, but but DP doesn't need the title. But why would you book this title match if you if if especially you give us a shitty result at Hell in the Cell just so yeah. we could get the title change of Crown Jewel? They acted out on reaction. Yeah. Because they were getting backlash on it. That doesn't mean that we needed this. Because we no, didn't. They we definitely didn't need it, but I feel like they got out of that corner pretty well. Because they they are reacting. And I'm mm. not defending them for booking themselves into a corner. What I'm saying is that they did a decent job of getting themselves out of it. And now they're they're moving the, the puzzle pieces around or the chess okay. pieces around pretty well, in my in my opinion, to be honest with you. Well, what up to Justin Barr? He's saying what's up to us. What's uh, up, Justin? And uh, Mr. Juan from... Uh, Juan on friends, Juan. Friends of the show. Fox wanted the red belt. Well, I, I, you know what? Let's get to SmackDown a little we'll bit. Get well, let's, get, let's talk about Crown Jewel. So one thing I did enjoy, yes. and it's probably one of my highlights of the, of the show, was actually this tag team turmoil match. I actually enjoyed this match, and I think they made the right call... With the good brothers, the OC, baby. No. Becoming the no. best tag team no. in the world. How can you have them be the best tag team? Have them beat both of your champions. They're the best tag team in the world, So baby. why are they not OC champions? Uh, Too sweet. Why are they not the champions, though? You know though? why? You know why? Because the feud we're going to get is a good old New Japan feud with War Machine and the good brothers. Okay, yeah. no, and, and I'm okay with that. But see... I would have done it a, a different way because now you just made both of your champions look weak. Um, they, first of all, they've been making the revival look weak for a while. But I'm saying they're your champions. They've been making like, the revival. I could give you the argument with the but, War, War yeah, War Machine. but make make a fagazi I War, finish. I, I still call him War Machine. I refuse to call him the Viking Raiders. <laughs> I'll <laughs> I was call him say War Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> Listen, is. I could give you the argument for the War Raiders. Okay, I'll give you that argument. Okay, that's fine. That's argument. But they're I, still your champions, though, Mario. Revival, <laughs> they've been crapping on these dudes for a while. And how many times have they crapped on champions? Let's not act. Let's not give WWE that much credit, bro. I'm they not. <laughs> well, then why are you so surprised? Because why would you Why would you make, if, if it's going to be the best in the world, right? The best the best tag team in the world. Listen, last year, then, Shane McMahon won best in the okay, world. And I didn't want to touch that. <laughs> okay, so, so that just proves my point. That just proves my point. Oh my God. If you're upset that the OC uh, won No, I'm not upset. I actually enjoyed it. The, the, I enjoyed first of all, the match it. was solid. Yes. The match was solid. And they, they've been treating OC like shit, too. Give them a <laughs> yeah. bone, man. Give them, them a bone. I, I did like it that they did come out with the, with, with the trophy. With the trophy. Listen, man. <laughs> Get, now, you my question to... is, are they going to put that through customs every time that they fly? No, oh, it's, it's part of the WWE cargo, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. <laughs> I can see both of you guys' sides, to be honest with you. Of course. I feel, I feel the same way. <laughs> Leo, why would you do that to your champions? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you make the them look weak. I see what Mario's saying. You're going to set up that feud between War Machine Not only that, but they OC. treat their champions like shit anyway. Okay. Well, not Brock, because Brock is a special No, Brock, you don't touch but, Brock. But but in other... Like, how many times have we seen champions here... Yes, get pinned. Lose... Get pinned! Yeah, we, we saw it on the last episode of SmackDown with yeah. Nakamura getting pinned. So now, now t take a look at this, right? The way you would have finished that match have the oc cheat to win don't have him beat him clean i see that okay i see that and i'm cool with that but at because the... that because that would jump start a feud more than oh my god I, pin. Um, I can see both sides of that i i don't i don't hate your your point mm -hmm. i don't hate your because you need how to... you would have changed that finish but at the same time 
let's not act like the Good Brothers ain't a credible team. They might no, not no, be they, credible in the WWE. They are. But in New Japan, they, they were monsters, all right? No, I know. So I yeah. personally don't mind them getting a clean win because let's think about it. Adam Cole got a clean win over Brian, Daniel Bryan. Yes. So I don't mind the OC getting a clean win here. They needed a big win. They got the big win. And now we're it. seeing the OC getting treated like they just, they, they need to be treated unstoppable here. Justin Barr, friend of the show, saying Brock is special, my ass. Uh, Mr. Juan is saying uh, have the OC win both titles. They, they did pin both champions. <laughs> Listen, Revival's going to go to AEW at some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. And they're be gonna, and they're gonna be called the Rebirth. You hear, you heard it here first. All right. The yeah, he got Shorty G the last time. So oh my gosh. Let's see what G. happens. And I called a couple other things too, and we'll talk about that later. All right. Um. So Valley. OC, best tag team in the world, and I'm all about it. All right. I'm okay with that. Let's talk about guys getting made, because we don't we talk about this in NXT. People getting made. Yeah. But we necessarily don't always talk about that on the SmackDown and the Raw side mm -hmm. of things. Who got made? Cesaro made oh. Ma yeah. Mansoor. Mansoor. Yeah, Mansoor. Yeah. Yes, he did. Come on, clap! Ah, it, was all right. it, it was, was all right. It was a good match. It was all right. It was a good match. Sam's racist. Mansoor no. is still green, and Cesaro, and Cesaro made, him made him look like a million bucks. He he's not. He's not green, green, but he's definitely still green. He can't yeah. go. No, he can't go. The way Cesaro, Cesaro made him look made I'll him a superstar. He's a natural. Who? This kid Mansoor, he's a natural. He, I, that I agree with. I he's think he's a natural, natural, and he has even the shitty promo they gave him at the end of the match. He still made it sound cool because that dude's just oozing charisma. Yeah. yeah, he got charisma, and he got he has a good, a cool look. Look, I think. But why didn't you like the match? I thought this match no, was great. I, did, I didn't hate the match. It was eh, it was all right. It was all right. But I, I feel okay. like. I feel like people are blowing it out of proportion. It was, Mind it was you, you'll, you'll pop match. for heavy machinery with this fat motherfucker fucking jiggling his tits. I never said that they were great wrestlers, but they're entertaining. But, they're funny. But the match was good. It was a good match, yeah. I, I just hate this guy's like, eh. Like, give me eh. give me something why you think it's eh. Yeah, come on. We have a show here. We're supposed yeah, to put break it, yes, break, break eh. It down. Give, me, give, me, give me a reason why it was eh. Because when... <laughs> Cause when Cause we it, it wasn't it just wasn't for me man it just I, wasn't for you yeah. okay okay I'll take that I'll yeah. take that Mr Antonio Rodriguez making the comeback is saying so Mario you think the Young Bucks are not the best tag team now why are we talking about the Young Bucks <laughs> we have the delay two we different have the delay. organizations two different organizations and we're talking about a gimmick here all right why don't you watch wrestling instead of commenting <laughs> things that you know nothing about friends of the show are adding on to that God from New Japan is the best tag team in the world. You guys don't know the difference between a gimmick and what's reality? I'm just, I'm just, yeah, hey, just reading. Just. How about this? Why don't you guys, you know, shut your pie holes and tune at, at the end of the year when we do our luchis and we'll tell you what we thought was the 2019 best tag team of the world. Chief the B look. team. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. You know what? Sorry. Damn it. Congratulations. You played. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Cesaro. He needs to go to NXT to start winning some matches. He, you know what? The that, way they used Cesaro in NXT you. UK was great. Yeah. Here's. I'll elaborate. All right. Here's why I'm. Take ah. your time. We have nothing here's but time. Here's why here. I'm. Ah. Cesaro <laughs> is more than a guy that just you throw out there and he could put somebody over. He's more than a good hand. Mm -hmm. All right. And they've been treating my man like shit for the longest time. Okay. This guy could speak five languages. Yes. He's you, you saw what he did with this kid. He he could put a good match on with anybody. Mm. 
This guy should be in the main event picture. Should be. Should be. But? But you see what happened. He's just a good hand. He's a guy that they throw out there. Oh, put this guy over. Oh, we know you could give him a good 15 minutes. Go out here. Do this. Do you and, see and him? To be honest with you, uh-huh. I, it sucks, man. Watching him from. But, the, but that's how they've been using him for yeah. years. And, he, and I agree with you. Since he, he came in. He deserves better. He should have been a world champion already. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But this is how they've been using this guy for years. Yeah. yeah. What up I to mean, Jose Gonzalez? I'm sorry. Rico's a wrestling in the house. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying I hate it. It was a good match. It was a good match. And okay. he got the kid over. He did what he, he, he was did, put he out did there his to job. do. He did his job. Yeah, he, did, he did the job. But we don't want him to do that. Exactly. And, you know. Do you see him being the William Regal of our time? Yeah, well, he, he kind of is in WWE. Wow, but man. If he that's leaves, that's I get to walk away, right? Comparison. I get to walk away now? If you want. No, no, I'm good. That's a great comparison. <laughs> because he should be in the main event picture. Making guys. Right. He, but making the, guys. unfortunately, he's making guys, but in the lower card. By the way, I hate right. his attire right now. Yeah, I yeah, the, the, the little crab top fucking pants well, that look like, like he bought at the, the I baby hate gap. His attire so much. Looks like he watched it three times and he just and came really short. Song. I missed his old theme song with the 007, with the, the sirens, or the sirens. The sirens. Yeah, yeah, man, that that had like a like a Ramstein feel to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but I he's mean, he's so good though. He's and, great, and, and he should be a world champion. But this is how they've been booking him for years. So like, let's not act surprised that he's getting mm-hmm. th- th- put him in NXT UK or NXT. And and now nowadays the way we're seeing things shape up, NXT is not a demotion. No, no. NXT UK. After what we saw Friday night is definitely not a demotion. No. Oh, we're gonna talk. We need to hurry up because I need to talk about that. No, we will. We will. Just saying, but don't spoil it. If you're in a chat with friends, I'm just Come saying. On, I didn't don't spoil it. Oh my spoiling. God! Did you see what happened? That, 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 All <laughs> I said was, that you guys see what happened. It could be anything. Could have been anything. King could have won the WWE So maybe title. you should stop getting your stubby little fingers on yeah, your phone bro. and just not message us at all. Damn, yeah. Stubby though. <laughs> <laughs> just say, yo, this is Damn. really good. You guys are missing out on something really good. Like that's, I'll, I'll take that. All right. Because then, then man, that kind of builds hey, hold it on, up. Wait I'm not a even gonna say wait, Hold on, wait a minute. This guy yeah, is, is yeah, giving a guy. shit for for us, you know, crap on him. The week before that, he said something about SmackDown. I'm like, yeah. Sam, yeah. message me. Don't message the chat. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I watch it the next day. Uh, here's a question for you guys. Cesaro put Monsoon over. When are we going to see Monsoon again? Probably just in the next Money in the same five. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, yo, but okay. So, because when have we seen him? At the last money him, in the, the sand. You know, no, no, no. He won the battle royal. We've seen him. Game. No, we've seen him doing jobs in NXT. This is just for a cheap pop, people. This is why uh, I don't understand. Like, people don't. WWE is a gimmick. Just like the, the trophies. Just like yeah. it's a gimmick. Stop taking. So you telling F- me he's not the best in the world? Who the, the Shane McMahon? He's not the best in the world. No. But Shane McMahon won the title. He, he won the, the thing. No, he's, he's like, uh, listen, it's it's a gimmick. So for you guys that are taking this literal. Like, it, it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. No. So you're telling me if we pay enough money, we can make Sam the the best in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> Damn. If we had the Vince money, we, we could make Damn. Sammy Suplex the best in the world. Uh, <laughs> friends of the show are saying, Damn, Sam has to memorize your wrestling viewing schedules now. Who do you think wrote that? <laughs> Sam's wife. Sticking up for him. That's right. Fight your own fight, Sam. Uh, no, Look, I'm not. I'm not messaging hey, y'all. Hey, 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 
Hey, Gabby, stop being Becky Lynch defending Seth Rollins, all right? It's a damn shame that Seth Rollins is a punchline now. <sighs> all right, all right, let's move on. But he's your champion, though. Let's move on, let's move on. Vale. Um, let's talk about something that I have my opinions on. Okay. But I think Dale. it was more positive than negative. Okay. Let's talk about Natalia and Lacey Evans being the first ever WWE <laughs> women's match on Money in the Sand 4. I love that, man. Come on, tell me how you feel, because I know you feel strongly about it. Come man. on, Sam. We have a podcast. We're supposed to tell people how we feel about it. Dale. I love it. I got oh, emotional okay. watching that. Oh, stop. Bitch! I did. Emotional? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Come on, bro. Did you see the girls in the crowd? Come on, bro. Yo, man. I got three doors. You know that they were planted. You do understand that, right? You know that by law, they cannot go to these events. I don't think they were all planted, though. I don't though. think they were planted. The one that she gave the glasses to was planted. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'm, they were all they are I think not, they, I think there was some real emotion in there. I don't know, man. Not, uh, it sounds like a conspiracy theory. No, man. no, 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 no. By law, they are not allowed to go to sporting events. There was a bunch of little girls in the crowd. There was. Little girls, not women. No, there were some women I saw there, some too. Women. I saw There was but, a lot of women. Yeah, How many plans are they there, paying? There, there, there was a nice little Saudi Arabia chick that had like this pierce, and she was cute, man. <laughs> All I'm saying is, all around there, and I should know because Qatar, the, the World Cup is going to be there. Yeah. And by law, no women can go to a sporting event or any type of public event. Well, just you saying that and those women putting on that match, <sighs> that doesn't do anything for you? I mean, when Natty walked out there. She was already me. choked up. When Natty walked and out there. fuck the asshole that threw the water bottle exactly. Yeah, fuck that guy. Somebody that threw guy. a water bottle I hope bottle that guy out. fucking ran, got ran over by a car after the fucking show. Well, he'll probably get run over by a camel because there's more camels than cars out there. Jesus Christ. No? Okay, Any, sorry. Anyway. Okay, sorry. So, what I'm saying is when she goes out there, she's already met with hostility from uh, a guy that throws a water bottle. You know, <laughs> most... Yeah. Most, <laughs> he doesn't like it either. <laughs> Most of the people were actually invo involved, were screaming, this is awesome, mm -hmm. you know? And I thought this was great for, you know, the progression of women's rights yes. in that country. Okay, I'll give you that, yeah. right? But my issue with all of this, if you knew the whole story behind it, and, Which I don't. And why they're And this bringing... ain't a political show either, no, 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 so we're no, not no. going to get into it. No, no, it. and it ha it, to me it has nothing to do with, with politics because I've always said it myself. When I found out that the World Cup was going to be in Qatar, I looked at my daughter knowing that she was going to be about 16 and I couldn't take her because legally she couldn't go in. Legally, her being a girl, she cannot, like, get close to me because I'm not her husband. Mm. So, and, and that's one of the things where the whole plane thing happened. I said, what if Sharia law, which is something totally different than the prince, what if they're the ones holding it back? I mean, at the end of the day, we found that it was money, but there's shit like that that's going on where, you know what? Hey, yeah, we'll let you go ahead and put a, these two women in. We'll let Natty go ahead and show some affection, okay? But now when you're trying to leave, when the cameras are not on, it's something totally different. We'll talk about that in, in, in a few. My thoughts on it. Uh, but n nothing political. Not I will say that I, I'm not going to say that I got choked up like this guy over here. Just but I will man. I will agree with you that it is some type of progression. It is a sign of positivity for the women in that country and some of the women that were in that uh, stadium. So, And you could tell that both Natty and Lacey were all up in their fields about it. You could tell they got choked up. And... And you could tell that in the match that we're having fun. Obviously, they were covered up for mm. 
for reasons in Saudi Arabia that, first of all, I don't want to even touch because I... No, we don't have to. Go. We don't have to. But um, you could tell both women were having fun. You could tell after the match, the, it was right in the field. You could tell right. by their hug and, and the way they reacted with some of the people that were in the audience, whether that was planted or not. I mm. don't know. It's not... You know, I really don't care if it was or, or wasn't. Okay. But at least for the talent's perspective, I could tell that that meant something for them. And then one of the ladies that was in the crowd, I don't know if that's the prince's wife or I don't know who she was. I could hear, I could hear her whispering to Lacey Evans when they were hugging each other. And she said something like, you did a good Shalom, job. Shalom, Shalom, you could tell oh, no. she said something like, you did a good job. You did good. You did good. While Lacey's like fucking balling or whatever. Right. And, um, you know, it, when we fast forward to the state side of it, I think this might have been like Lacey's best match ever. And also, <laughs> yeah. and also I, think, I think also this might be a good babyface turn. This might help her out as a babyface over here in the States. Well, that kind of also shows you when somebody can make somebody look good. Natalia made Lacey look good. And you know that's why they're, they're, having, uh, they're having good matches. But you got to love the internet. Uh, I actually sent this to my brother. I forgot to send it to you guys. I saw that. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Hold on, let me put it on the screen so people can see it. So, so I guess Natalia won because Lacey Evans' finisher doesn't exist in Saudi Arabia. Mm. Let that sink the in. The women's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. Damn. It's true. <laughs> but okay, what if she was to hit that finish? They want to call the women's right. They would well, call it something else. That's the thing, though. I don't know. But man. no, that, that's too listen. much in deep. In no, 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 no. But what, what I'm saying, no, no. But what I'm saying is this: at the end of the day, we're gonna watch wrestling because we enjoy it. We're gonna watch Raw. We're gonna watch SmackDown. We want to watch all this. But when you when you start blending the lines of politics and entertainment, that's when you get stuff like this that just doesn't sit. It's funny because we kind of know what's going but you on. Know what? right. But but we you get start stuff blurring like the that, line. Whether it's Saudi Arabia or not. But what I'm Let's saying Let's not act like these fucking marks ain't no. part of that negative culture. Yeah, like that fucking guy. Yeah, I hate guys from AEW. They yeah, look like turds. Motherfucker, not, you look just like not, him. Whether listen, <laughs> oh, whether it's Saudi Arabia or whether it's out here in the states, it doesn't matter. We're going to get negativity no matter yeah. what. No matter what we're going to negativity. No, but I think WWE Cuz you know the people that are that that, that like to do idiotic shit like this yeah. granted it was funny but like people that live for doing shit like this are the same people that don't even get laid let's be honest here yeah. i was just having this conversation with sam yeah people that that listen i love wrestling mm. listen i fucking got four hours of sleep watching mlw and then waking up to watch new japan but listen i have another life too what like I, I, my life isn't 24 7 wrestling yeah and, like, and, and I, that's I could thing. have a conversation with somebody about anything, anything else but wrestling. But people, I don't need to talk about wrestling. But people don't I know do how to separate show, that, though. I do this show because I love wrestling yeah. and I have fun, you know, having bar talk with you guys. Right. Are, are, we the, I, are we the 1% that are not nerds? Because I don't consider myself a nerd. No, you're just an old man. But that's a different case. I'm just saying, no, that's, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm okay with that. But no, and, and that's the thing. Like, you have some people that can't separate the fact that it's entertainment and they think that, it, oh, my God, it's life. The whole Rusev and Lana thing, bro, they're blurring the lines. Yeah, you saw Bobby Lashley said he got death threats over that? But, uh, but that's are crazy, man. But that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Being the elite, right, was one of, the, one of the, the mainstream, if you will, times where they took the power on themselves to tell the narrative, to tell you the story, to build up to those matches because you didn't know if it was real or if it was still wrestling, if they still were doing kayfabe. Yeah. Now we understand that they are, 
because that was the way where they took control to be able to tell their story. But let Rusev and Lana, they are married, but they also know that this is entertainment. Like, people are just so fucking crazy. Enjoy the shit. Try not to kill somebody. That's all I'm saying. Mario, so, that was my rant. Try not to kill somebody. All right. That let's is, talk about let's talk about something that let's talk about something that Wait, was what very was comical. It? I totally forgot it. Let's talk about something that was very comical. Uh-huh. Can we talk about Titan Fury's entrance? <laughs> I love that. that. That was good. That, okay. The Isley Brothers. Entertainment purpose. No, no, no. Forget about the theme song. The Just the obnoxious of it, like the pyro and this. And the I flames. love that. He got he got a better entrance than anybody has ever had in the he, WWE. He had a better entrance than uh, Brock Lesnar, and he's a champ. Any anybody <laughs> anybody you could think of, like Tyson Fury got the best entrance. He had like every entrance you could think of of any wrestler that had pyro. That's the type of shit that he got. That's that's like when you when you're playing uh, WWE 2K20 and they make say pick own, an ent- yeah. make your own entrance and you select all. <laughs> that's what he got. Um, like, oh, what, pro- what button do I press? Ah, just press them all. So, <laughs> so man, Sam called it. Sam hit it. Like, when we spoke about this match, Braun Strowman is a new big show, and all he did was do the job here. Yeah. Uh-huh. He even hits a slam at the end, and then <laughs> Tyson Fury no sells it. He no sells it. Gets up. Hey, you motherfucker. Yes. Man. I hated the <laughs> fact that they had him do the Undertaker uh. sit up. He did do the Undertaker's little. Yeah. And then, like, I think it was Corey Graves trying to cover it up. He's like, but he's no Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> like, not a Okay, dead man th- there are something. certain things that you don't do. Yeah. You don't need to copy the Undertaker. Like, that's his shtick. He's a, he's a, he's a fan. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right, but he's a fan. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. This is what happens when you put fans in the ring. Uh, ben Cliff is saying Tyson's Fury entrance was the best thing about Crown Jewel ever. That's why we love Tyson Fury over here in England. He's yeah. a legend. Hey, man, he's a charismatic dude. I yeah, mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily pay to see another re- uh, wrestling match with Tyson Fury, but he's a charismatic dude, man. He's a very charismatic dude. I kind of mm-hmm. want to see the fight now. I think they did their job. They got me excited for the fight. Yeah, with, yeah, with, um, yeah. Tyson Wilder. Fury is a, is definitely he definitely is a talented guy. Um, yeah. All right. So in the pre-show Crown Jewel, which I did not watch. Um, Humberto, what's his last name? Carrillo. I'm going to have to point at you because I can't okay. do that. Um, <laughs> Come on, Sammy. Go ahead. Humberto. Carrillo. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty okay. good. That's pretty okay. good. Okay. That's you than can get your Puerto Rican card back. <laughs> okay. So um, Humberto won the, the battle Carrillo. royale for, for, for the United States Championship, you know, number one contendership that will face AJ for later on in the night. And once again, they had a great match on Raw. They had another great match over mm-hmm. here on Crown Jewel. And the right guy won. Let's keep putting momentum on AJ Styles. So when he does end up losing the championship, the guy gets made for defeating right. him. Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. what better way? You have the best tag team in the world, the OC, and then you have AJ Styles as a unit celebrating together. You know what that that little that 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 no. uh, after after I, match I, I, reminds me. I think me. I know he's on one. Go. It reminded me of the old good old Bullet Club days from New Japan. Yes, celebrating, yeah. acting obnoxious in the ring. Yeah, that's what it reminds D- me. Of. Didn't they have a cup too? Remember, they had a they cup, but it was a, cup, a smaller yeah. cup. But they yeah. had a cup too, and that's what it reminds me of. I'm like, man, this looks good, man. This looks good. I, I loved it, and the right guy went over. Would you add one more person? The only right person to, to throw in there is Finn Balor, and obviously Finn Balor. We're going to talk about him in a little mm. bit, but he's doing his own thing in NXT. But right. the only other person that would make sense would be Finn Balor. If there wasn't no undisputed era, maybe an Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. But uh, if it's if there's no connection to to the Bullet Club, uh, to me now, it's not gonna make sense. Would it hurt you 
Now, we know that we like the Undisputed Era. They're doing some really good shit in NXT. What if when you call them up now, because you know that they're not going to stay in, in, uh, in NXT. Well, now the call-up doesn't necessarily mean no, 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 call No, no, no. But what I'm saying is this. When they get drafted, you mean. But you, Yes. You're still going to have an A, a B, and a C show. That's always going to be that way. And you know that because whoever pays the most is what McMahon has to cater to. So at one point, it was always uh, Raw. Then it turned over to SmackDown for a little bit. Then it went back to Raw. Now it's SmackDown because Fox is the one paying the most money. Even though Raw is the three-hour show, in my eyes, SmackDown is the A show. Even though they've been shit. No, no. Even though they've been shit. But the the way the, yeah, the thing you, stacks you, up. So what if they call up the Undisputed Era and you have Adam Cole turn on the Undisputed Era to join the Bullet Club? I don't want to see that. Why? I just don't want to see the undisputed era has too much of a good thing going. I don't want to see that. You can have him come back. I'm gonna say now. I'm gonna say nah, now. Nah, I don't like it. You don't want it. Don't like it. Okay, watch it happen in a month. Go ahead. <laughs> no one Vince. <laughs> it will happen in a month. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. Hey, yeah, I don't. I don't Anytime, think. It, I don't think it's needed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think undisputed era is good the way it is, and when the time comes, we'll see them split apart and everything like that. Yeah. But I, I really feel like you got to keep Red Dragon together, or, uh, mm -hmm. Kyle O'Reilly mm -hmm. and, and I agree. Uh, Bobby Fish. You got to keep them together because no matter what, your tag team division in WWE is already kind of. Eh, They're know, focusing more well. on the female tag team division than the male. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Yeah, it's a shame though. Yeah. Sammy, go. Anytime. Dale. Well, well, what are we? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let me. What's the list, man? All right. So Team Hogan versus Team Flair. This is a match that picked up as it progressed. The second uh -huh. half of the match I thought was really, really good. The first half of the match I thought was boring. But obviously, you know, you got to give the rub to Hogan. Team Hogan wins. I love Hogan over there, man. I don't know why. Who? The Saudis? Oh. Well, I mean, you could connect the dots over there why they probably like Hogan, but mm. that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I wonder why. Um. Uh, <laughs> are we going to talk about the NXT guy, ACH? Yeah, we're going to talk yeah, about that, but okay. you're kind of jumping ahead. No, no, I'm just saying that's Hogan. Um, no, but with, with Hogan winning, right, I didn't feel like that strong connection to this match as I did to like the other matches. Because this match was just, this it was just trash. Bro. It was, you know what? It was a throwaway match. Yeah. We're getting Survivor Series next month or later on in a couple of weeks. So it's like three weeks. It, it was a throwaway match. Team Flair was a decent team, if you think about it. I mean, but both teams I thought was a decent team. Both teams. Both teams yeah. were good. I didn't like Team Hogan. Why? They don't mix match well Who? together. They, they just, it was a clash of. But, it, but, but isn't, it, but isn't that what you do in Survivor Series? But you got a clash of faces and heels. Yeah, no, man. I like the heel team. Of course they would have made because they're they, heels. We're no, like they would have made like a good faction even. Because they're heels, Sam. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So now, okay. So this this was basically, let's see what the Survivor Series team could look like. Because that's basically what it was if you kind of look at it. Right. Well, who had the worst attire? Ricochet or Shorty G? Mm. Ricochet. <laughs> Ricochet yeah. looked like... <laughs> Ricochet looked like those bodega wrestlers that they used to sell back in the day. Yeah. Like where it was supposed to be Hulk Hogan and it was Folk Fogan because it was like really fake. And it had like the Hulk Hogan face but like the macho man body. That's what Ricochet looked I like. I could see eventually somebody making a bootleg of Ricochet with that attire and calling Ricochet Man. 
<laughs> or calling him a ricochet. Ah, Dios mío. What up to Jeffrey Rodriguez and everybody joining us on the chat. Guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Remember, we have the delay. I don't think any member of the Undisputed Era will be drafted up to the main roster for a while until after Survivor Series, at least. Maybe Adam Cole, he'll turn at Survivor Series to lose the match for NXT. Not necessarily for Undisputed, but for NXT. Nah, you... I'm just saying. Booking two ahead. Just we'll saying. get to that. We'll get to that. Thank you. Um, main event time. Woohoo! Yeah. The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. Woo! They once again use the red red light gimmick. I hate it. Um, I I'm not gonna say I hated it, but I feel like it's unnecessary. I don't think we need it for every Bray Wyatt match. Mm. Um, the match was what it was. They they beat the shit out of each other. You know. As much shit that we could give Seth Rollins for some of his interviews and some of the things he he posts online, you know, on Twitter and stuff, you know, nobody could ever knock his ability in the ring. And uh, I thought this match was cool. Um, and kind of going back to, you know, what Sam was talking about, how WWE got themselves out of a corner. The match was cool, but then it's like, if this is the end result, why didn't we get that at fucking Hell in a Cell? Yeah. And then <laughs> on top of that, it's like, you know, the argument for Hell in a Cell wasn't that why didn't Bray Wyatt win. No, it was why we got a fucking shitty-ass finish in a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. And Hell in a Cell matches are type of matches where you either supposed to end the feud or a feud is supposed to end up climaxing. Mm. And it's like Rollins and The Fiend were just booked to just to book it. And, Sell tickets, man. And the, the Mark organization, the WWE diehards, would sit there and tell you like, oh, they're just catering to a certain portion of the audience. No. Listen to the reactions, people. Yeah. Bray Wyatt is super over. Rollins isn't. Partially, it, I, I won't put all the blame on Rollins because it's poor. It's due to WWE's poor booking. Because mm-hmm. even before the Bray feud, Rollins has yeah, been he, getting he mixed reactions. Mm-hmm. But we didn't need this feud. Bray Wyatt doesn't need this title. I was kind of hoping he set the title on fire. That's what <laughs> I wanted. Yeah. Imagine being colorblind and all that red lighting is a different color. <laughs> to me, it appears like a pink lighting. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You got to get rid of the lighting. Go ahead. First of all, honestly, I don't, I don't like their Hell in a Cell match. And to be honest with you, I didn't like this match. To be honest, like the way that the story flowed in the match, I feel like it's just a clash of styles. To be honest with, you. I, I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I like the ending. I like how they got out of it. I like Bray Wyatt as the champion. I, I know that you don't like that, Mario. We don't need it. Um. I would like to see him hold the title for a very long time and and not drop it until the fans start actually turning on him and actually treating him like a hero. The only way this is going to be a successful run, if he doesn't get, he needs to either get a year-long run with the belt. Yeah. Taking out motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Or. Where it almost gets, like, annoying. Or. The only way to get out of this, if you want to take the strap of Bray, you either book him in a three, three-way or a four-way where he doesn't get pinned. That's mm-hmm. true. I, I really wanted him to set the bell on fire because he doesn't need it. He he does not need the championship. That's true. I, li- I like the three-way, four-way uh, idea. That's a good that, idea. This is a type of guy that you need to fucking continue having him go through people. Yeah, you got to protect him. And, and and it's kind of, to me, it's stupidity putting the bell on him. But, hey. Uh, well, you, you have to protect well, the we'll, character. We'll see what, where yeah. this takes us because now, obviously – if you watch SmackDown, Brock is now on Raw because he wants his revenge on, on Rey Mysterio. So now that world title's on Raw, 
and now the universal title is going to be exclusive for exclusive at SmackDown, which I'm hoping they take away that red strap and we get a remix or something. I'm not saying I want a blue strap either, but maybe they give us something. I different. was already seeing some uh, mock-ups. I don't want to see that shit. Strap. That looks hideous. Yeah, no, thank you. No, what do you think about the title, Sam? I think that they're gonna make because he's selling so much merch. They're gonna make, they're gonna an, make it for him, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, how Daniel Bryan had the the Planet's Championship. Okay. Um, you know, we're going to see a Fiend Championship. You know, well, they, they already have a mock-up. They, WWE actually put out a video uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago where they were showing a Fiend uh, title. Well, there you go. So I'm there pretty sure go. that they already have a mock-up. Yeah, and that'll, that'll sell like hotcakes. $300 a pop, too. So. All right, let's talk about SmackDown is NXT. Because, man, mm-hmm. unfortunately... Mm-hmm. Mm. So tell them what happened, Mark. So pretty much what happened was money in the yeah, sand. You, you money in the sand. The backstory. Money in the sand. Four happened, right? Yes. And after it's a good show. So during the show, people were happy. Brock and Heyman decided to book, right? Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, because Brock Lesnar ain't watching the show, right? I don't blame him. All right. After the show, Vince and his inner circle, wink, wink. Oh. Um. I they, see what you did there. They <laughs> ended up dipping, and now. The talent, they're waiting to leave, right? And now, for mechanical issues, quote unquote, they can't leave. So they have to, you know, take all the talent out the plane. And now they're waiting like schmucks. Like, I don't know how many hours. They get sent back to the hotel room. It seems close to Mm -hmm. a day. Yep. And now, friend of the show, Leo's personal friend, Hugo Savinovich, he drops a bombshell in the last 24 Mm -hmm. hours saying that it wasn't due to mechanical issues. He's spoken to people that were in Saudi Arabia, WWE talent. He he has friends. Because he has friends over Mm -hmm. there saying that the prince ordered for the talent not to leave because Vince cut the fee for Crown Jewel, Money in the Sand 4. Because he's owed money between $300 million and $500 million. Dude, I owe 20 bucks on my phone and they get shut off within a day. I don't know what the hell Vince is doing. Letting First of all, that money rank all the way up there. Because supposedly, remember, he was like, oh, all expenses paid. They're going to pay for everything. All we got to do is bring the talent over there. That was on the first one. Leo, they should have never done business with the Saudis well, no, to begin uh, with. I know that. I know that. That's that's a ridiculous amount of money to be owed. And to be honest with you, if this is true, man, that's really shitty of Vince to just leave his talent out there to just be okay. like sitting ducks. No. No, because Vince has done that before. <laughs> Good luck. See you. Vince has done that before, <laughs> but the thing is, a lot of people forget about that. Yeah, but now talent. It seems like if you if you've been reading the dirt sheets and listen, this is all here or hearsay. You know what I'm saying? Dale. But he said, she said, bullshit. No. Pretty much the talent. They they kind of they lost respect to Vince, and that's the key word right there. And they're not happy. No. And now apparently, uh, both uh. Dave Meltzer and also uh, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful, they're both repo- reporting saying that WWE's contacting some of the talent that were in Saudi Arabia for Money in the Sand 4 and telling them to record video saying it was mechanical issues. Because they even had the company that they hired make a public statement saying, oh, it's mechanical yeah, issues. That, we yeah. would never do them. Because you got to look at the company, too, that they hired because now it's making them look bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but at the end of the day is this, right? You shouldn't do business with them in the first place. Money took them out there. This is not the first time that Vince has done this to talent, right? But the winner in all this is Fox. And 
N. Well, no, no, no. I, I know, but I'm pretty sure when when you get the ratings, it's going to be the highest rated show because people want to see NXT. It was the highest uh, rated wrestling ratings, show. By the way, it was the highest rating re- wrestling show this week. I think they did it a two point five. Higher Smackdown than Raw. Did. Smackdown did higher uh, than Raw. It was higher than Raw. It was higher, obviously, from the week before. Yeah. From the week last week, yeah, we and go it was week. higher from the week before that when SmackDown was still on Fox. Okay, so now, who's the winner in all this? Fox, Fox, and NXT. You gotta throw NXT in there. Well, no, no, but because NXT, NXT has always been looked at by some of the WWE diehards. The stepchild. The stepchild. Yes. All right, mm-hmm. but guess what? On Friday Night SmackDown, they did not only save the show, mm-hmm. but like what I was telling Sam earlier. If that wasn't a sign that the yeah. NXT talent needs to get out of fucking full sale of course. and perform around the country, then I don't know what else is. They need to get out of fucking full sale because they're outshining Raw and yeah. SmackDown, and that's it. Buffalo got a treat. Buffalo got a treat on Friday. They basically got a, 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 a taste of what Survivor Series is going to be. Yeah. And they got to see all these guys. It was perfect timing because they just made the announcement at Crown Jewel that now is going to be a tri-branded mm-hmm. Survivor Series. And you know who else is a winner in this? USA Network. Because now it makes you want to watch yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah. AEW might actually take a hit this week. B- Bully Ray uh, yeah. tweeted out something yeah. in the la- after Friday Night SmackDown saying that it was the best business move mm-hmm. to put the NXT talent on Friday Night SmackDown. And we should, we should in theory... See a difference in the ratings Wednesday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can also have them show up, quote unquote, on Monday, too. There is I mean, a- if you're doing the whole push. A- oh, thing. absolutely. Absolutely. If now, this is a- and we're probably going to see main roster talent head over to full sale. Now, quick question. Would McMahon take ownership for this and say, oh, I came up with that on my own. I He's wanted this doing to it. happen. He's already doing it. Because <laughs> like, he, had, he had to get the... <laughs> Triple H obviously booked SmackDown. Of he course, had Triple H. That show had Triple H written all of over course. it. But he had to get the. Okay I would I would have had a little bit more of them attacking people. We don't. We don't listen. We have to build for the show. We don't need to ram it all in one show. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like, okay, the whole Sami Zayn. Nah, and, the show was fine. The show was fine. You enjoyed that. The show was perfect. I th- that SmackDown was my favorite show. Of the of the. Of the Did week. you hear Buffalo going crazy for Matt Riddle? Every NXT no, but I'm talent. saying like like Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle is... Keith Lee, Adam Cole, yes, um, Rhea Ripley and Tegan and Tegan, Tegan Knox. Every NXT talent got a pop. That's what I'm telling you guys. Yeah. They're more than ready to get out of full sale. This show was better than the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was better. Jeez. The Raw after Mania was terrible. About that. It was terrible. Yeah. That All was... the call ups. <laughs> yeah. All the call ups happened on Friday. What up to Lionel Miguez? Guys, share this video. Let the people know that we are here. We're talking about everything that happened in uh, Crown Jewel, a.k.a. Money in the Sand. We're talking about what's going on in SmackDown and what we have to see coming forward. Mario, what else do we have? All right. So By the way, the Broken Skull IPA is awesome. Just it saying. is pretty good. Sam, good um, call on that. Yeah. Let's talk about a little bit that did happen on SmackDown. Um, obviously, we saw Brock Lesnar quit. He's heading over to Raw, which makes the Universal title exclusive to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Also, we had a really good match between The Miz and fucking Ciampa. Ciampa, yeah, man. I pop for Ciampa. Oh, that's a... Ciampa got an amazing pop. Yeah. And there's a nice little back and forth between them, you know, uh, on, uh, on the microphone there. And you know? Miz, 
you know, he he held his own with uh, Champa in the ring. And even though I was telling you that I found it funny, you could tell uh, uh, Miz was kind of scared mm. to take Champa's finish because he didn't elevate yeah. his whole body all the way. You could tell he was scared, but all, overall, I thought the match was good. By the way, l- the the line of that back and forth was the Miz telling him, "You're supposed to be this badass, and that's all you got. Like that's all you're gonna tell me." Miz, Miz, to me, <laughs> you know, people could shit on his ring work and stuff, yeah. but Miz is one of those top guys that that could. I'll talk people quick. on the mic, man. Yeah. Now, imagine... He went to, people forget, hey. he went toe-to-toe with The Rock. That's what I'm saying. But imagine if they weren't scripted. If if the actual uh, promos were not scripted. How much better would The Miz be? Well, I think, I think you know, I know you're talking about as a whole. Yeah. But I could tell this show that we got on Friday, wasn't it wasn't that, heavily scripted. Well, for what they were saying is that the NXT talent had to get a police escort from the airport because they weren't making it. They made it yeah. five minutes before the show yeah. started. That's great Shit. timing. That's why Ciampa <laughs> had to wrestle with, with his, um, you know, fatigue pants. <laughs> but, but a good look, though. Ciampa did look really good. I mean... My girl Shayna Baszler fucking going through oh. Sasha Banks and fucking uh, Bailey. That's I love good. that. I love Shayna Baszler so much, man. We're going to talk about her at the end of the year, but man, she's awesome. Y'all can hate on her all y'all want. If y'all hate her, she's doing her job. Of course. She's doing her fucking job. That's she's what, a monster. That's what you're supposed to hate heels. And man, the main event, bro, Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan, we got a classic, even though it never happened in Ring of Honor, but we got a classic Ring of Honor match. You know that? Yeah, absolutely. And That might have been one of the best free... Uh, free non pay per view matches yeah. that WWE's given us in a very very long time. One thing I was telling Sam uh, on the way over here, I was telling him, not only did Daniel Bryan elevate Adam Cole mm-hmm. by Adam Cole beating um, Daniel Bryan clean, yeah, but he he also ele- elevated that title because now that title, in my point of view, and I've been saying it for a while now, to me that title's a world title, yeah. That is a world title. And now you have a guy like Daniel Bryan, a former world champion, multi-time world champion, wanting a shot at the title, and Adam Cole beating him clean. Yeah, just the way you it wrote it. Ele- yeah. It didn't elevate just Adam Cole, but it elevated the NXT championship. And we were talking about this on the way over here also, that Daniel Bryan's been putting everybody over this year. Mm-hmm. He's done a great job of making people. He made Kofi Kingston. Yeah. You know I mean? Just for Eric Rowan being involved in a storyline with him. Eric Rowan got some shine this year. Ali. Adam Cole. Buddy Ali. Murphy. There you go. And now the NXT Championship. <laughs> exactly. So this guy's on a roll, man. Yeah, man. It, it just goes to show you also with Daniel Bryan how much he loves wrestling. That he yeah. doesn't care about taking losses that matter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So more on NXT front. Let's kind of backtrack a little bit. Let's talk about Wednesday night. We called it on the show. Yeah, Shout out to everybody that hit me up on the DM at Lucha, Lucha Outsiders Everywhere. Deciding into the ends? Yeah, deciding, you know, wrestling talk. We called it. Ah. <laughs> all women's war games. Yeah, man. And all women's war games. Uh, right now, it's Team Rhea Ripley versus Team Shayna Baszler. Over at, at the Shayna Baszler team, we obviously have, uh, you know, uh, the, whor- the horsewomen. You have um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you Desmond. Can't, you can't pause there. Jasmine Duke. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, Marina Shafir, also Bianca Belair, yes. and Io Shirai, which I love. She By the way, let's take a side note. Bianca Belair beating up on Dana Brooke was really good. And Carmella. But we need to yeah. talk about Carmella selling. Because if you actually look at it, she's holding up her head and looking. And she's like, oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> like, look at that video that. again. I didn't catch that either. Look at that video again. I didn't catch that either. That is like the worst sell ever. Like, okay, the camera's on. Let me look at Oh, let me. <laughs> that was like the worst. But anyway, no, but they, they did look good on uh, SmackDown, Bianca Belair. 
So um, we're getting a women's war games, and then over in Rhea Ripley's team, we got Rhea Ripley, we got Tegan Knox, we got Dakota Kai, we got um, Candice LeRae, and then we got a mystery fifth person. So I'm thinking it's Mia Yim. Okay. Or there's been a rumor going around that we're going to get Tony Storm in NXT. Oh, wow. Okay. So I think it's going to be either one. What yeah, I, c- I could see that Tony Storm, somebody from the NXT UK mm-hmm. coming coming in because we're already kind of familiar with her and it would be like a legit like mystery surprise person like, oh, shit, we didn't really expect that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, Beth Phoenix was talking like she might even want to get back in the ring too, so. I mean, that yeah. would be interesting because she is doing commentary for NXT, so it would be interesting to see if yeah. that's something that she wants to do. I mean, I don't necessarily see that, but I wouldn't be against it if it happens. Right, would right. you use her? I would like to give the shine to either Mia Yim or uh, Tony Storm. Yeah. But okay. if, if they use if they use Beth Phoenix, I wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think we need it, but I wouldn't be mad about it. Okay. Also on NXT front, uh, not only are we getting a women's war games, but I think we might get another war games match. I saw I saw the Champa. Yeah. A tease that he wants to go to war after he tells uh, Goldie. Goldie. Not now. Yeah. Daddy's going to war. So it looks like we're going to get Undisputed See, Era I watch wrestling. versus <laughs> Team Ciampa, which it looks like it's going to be Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, and a potential fourth. We don't know who that Dijak. is. I think it's going to be Dijak. Because on Twitter, mm. um, Keith Lee wrote, like, oh, uh, Matt Riddle, we need to go to war with these people. Mm-hmm. And Dijak retweeted, and it was like, I'm in. Also, somebody I else like tweeted. That. I don't know if you see that, but Velveteen yeah. Dream also tweeted. Well, they're putting their name out there. So it could be Dream but, or but it could see, be Dijak. But that's what I'm talking about. They're using social media to extend the right way. Uh, yeah. The right way to extend the writing. Like, I really don't need to see uh, Andrade and, and uh, Charlotte Flair working out. Like, I, I know they're fucking. I'm okay with that. Right? But what I need to do is, like, okay, use use your platform to further these, these the storylines, the story line, these yeah. feuds. Because then that will make me want to follow Dijak. That will make me want to follow Keith Lee. You know what I mean? Not just, hey, yeah, hey we're here in, in room. But no, I don't need to see that shit. Just saying, go, Dali. That was my second rant of the day, Dali. Uh, so what are you thinking about a, a potential second War Games match? I, I'm cool with yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. As long I, I want to see the women main event. Yeah, yeah, because it would be the, the first time the women have a War Games match. But we're definitely going to see the, the men's War Games match too. And I'm excited because... We saw uh, Undisputed Era already in a, in a War Games match two before. Of two of them, right? And they put They're on. They're one and one. Yeah, they put on. Like, they put on a great show. So, you know, I'm super excited for War Games this year. It's going to be nothing but uh, great action. Uh, and we're just con- continually winning as wrestling fans. You know, it's been a crazy week in wrestling. And, man, it just continues to get better and better. I feel bad for some of the NXT talent that are going to be in the War Games match and then have to work the next night for Survivor Series because now, you know, you have a uh, tri-branded, you know, uh, PPV with Survivor Series. So some of the talent that have busted ass all banged up with War Games. That's right. Like, imagine Adam Cole. Like, imagine if we get this potential three-way between Bray and fucking Brock after him doing a War Games match. Yeah, yeah. Monday's going to be a rough day for him. And you know Brock... Oh, and yeah. also break a wrestle stiff. Yeah, he's gonna be getting thrown around if that if that winds up getting booked. There's a meme going around. It's like SpongeBob. 
uh, with two big ass fish, and then there's like a little fish in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah, with a little that? fish is Adam Cole, oh, and yeah. Brock Lesnar's like the big, um, yeah, the big whale, whale or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, it's it's pretty accurate though. All right, <laughs> uh, more on the NXT front. Finn Balor, we got the heel turn of the cinch when he turned on Gargano and also Ciampa, but you know Gargano got the most uh. The, the the hit of it, the bigger hit of it. Right. And, man, this past week, I think Finn Balor cut the promo of his WWE career because he went off. He went off on Gargano, and we well, got Prince Devitt back. That's he, what we he got. He a little shade at uh, Bray Wyatt, too. Yeah, because, uh, you know, he you know yeah. he's uh, pretty much he emphasized saying, like, you know, Bray Wyatt is the, the new brand-new toy because he put a, a brand-new mask on, but... Yeah. Finn Balor saying, I took my mask off, and, you know, the wrestling world is watching me now. Yeah, I, I love the, the promo, man. And, I love and it. We see classic Prince Devitt there, vintage Prince Devitt, and I love now with his entrance. You sounded like Michael Cole. Vintage. It's vintage with Prince Devitt there. <laughs> and instead of, you know, when he does his arms like this and the crowd does it, mm -hmm. the lights go dark, and then yes. he puts the, the finger guns like he did in the Bullet Club. So I like that little touch of it. Yeah. Um. I'm all for Finn Balor's heel turn. This is something that should have happened a long time ago, but they finally pulled the trigger in NXT, and I'm I, I like it, and I'm looking forward to this Gargano Finn Balor match possibly at War Games. Does he build his own stable over there? Okay. No, he, I don't want to see it. He stays a solo act. He needs to be a solo act. I don't want to see it. Okay. Don't want to see it. The only stable, if he's gonna be part of a stable, it needs to be part of the OC. Because not the OC, I don't want to fucking see it. Just my opinion. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Leo, any yes. thoughts on Finn Balor's heel turn? I like it. Yeah. I like it. You need him to be a heel because you can't have him go back to NXT and be the babyface, especially in Full Sail where everybody would just go ahead and, and clap oh, for his shit. Fucking Full Sail is the markiest of fucking marks in that fucking building. Yes. I fucking hate it. That's like the, the New Day uh, impact zone. Uh, but when you look at it now, when they do move out of Full Sail, that's when you'll really see the impact mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. what he's doing, or mm -hmm. what Finn Balor is doing. So I'm looking forward to that. Heal Finn Balor. I like it a lot more than face Finn Balor. Two more things on the NXT front, and then we're going to move on. Um, Finn Balor, he dropped an interesting uh, tidbit at a WWE Backstage, which is Renee Young's show. Mm -hmm. And he said that he feels like he could be himself in NXT, and when he was in Raw and SmackDown, it's like Hollywood. It's like being in the Avengers movies. Like, you're just a, a regular body in the background. Oh, He's wow. Hawkeye. <laughs> so he kind of dropped that, and he says that NXT, he feels like he could do whatever the hell he wants. And I don't, you know, because Triple H runs a completely different uh, show in NXT. Right, right. Not, like, overly produced and everything that kind of crosses over and doesn't make sense like it does in Raw and SmackDown. Even though SmackDown was really good this week. But he has a point. I can't, you can't disagree with the guy. Yeah. Yeah, when you're getting handed a script and you have to remember all these lines and, you know, do this a certain kind of way and make sure you, you look at this camera at this time in the match and everything like that, you know, it could get a little overwhelming for anybody. You know what I mean? So if you're going to go back to... NXT and Triple H is kind of like, oh, you know what to do. Exactly. Go ahead and do it. Obviously, there's going to be talents that need work, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that are a little bit on, on the greener side, but then you have guys like, you know, Finn Balor that knows what the fuck he's doing. Exactly. You know, give him the ball and do whatever yeah. the hell you want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, welcome back. Go do what you do. Go yeah, ahead. exactly. I can see Triple H doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking on Triple H, this is one last thing I wanted to point out. At the end of SmackDown, Triple H did get in the mic, and Shawn Michaels went in there with him. 
and all the NXT talent came out and they were celebrating with Triple H and Triple H kind of declared war and saying mm-hmm. that, you know, we're fired the first shot. We are NXT. And he did a really, really good promo. And Triple H is great at promos. But one little nugget that I wanted to mm-hmm. share with you guys is, did you see Ciampa in the melee of all those? He never took his eyes off of Adam Cole and that NXT world title. And little things like that I hmm. love. I didn't see that. I'll little have to go things back like and that watch I love. Because obviously in NXT, you know, we see that feud happening. Yeah. But right now, since Survivor Series is brand versus brand versus brand, doesn't mean we got to be the best of friends. And I love the fact that Ciampa just looking on the side, giving him the side eyes, looking at him calling that title. And his little things like that. Yeah. That is like, man, I love shit like that. Now, now you being a Shawn Michaels fan, and and that is that is a good point. I'm gonna go back and watch it. But did you catch one? You know, the whole thing with uh, Daniel Bryan when Shawn Michaels started taking his jacket off, and then he was like, "Oh, it's it's just cold. <laughs> it's really cold in here." But but that's what you see where you have that connection with the character where you're able to do things like that because everybody's like, "Oh my God, Shawn Michaels, he's gonna fight." No, you know, he plays the whole character mm-hmm. part of it, which I thought that was funny. What did you think as, well, as a Shawn Michaels fan? Well, he did he did the same thing. When with the Ziggler and Goldberg program, yes, because remember Miz was out there with Michaels, and then uh, Michaels got into uh, Dolph Ziggler's face, and yeah. then out comes Goldberg. But then still, at the end of that segment, Michael still got his receipt because he super kicked Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. So Michaels is a vet. To me, he's the goat. He knows what he's doing, and little nuggets like that also stand out. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. That's Ric Flair. That's Ric Flair. I know. Hi, yummy. Oh, my God. But we're, we're, we're talking about Shawn Michaels. Ric Flair can barely walk now. Okay. okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you're batting a thousand there. If you didn't bring these Broken Skull IPAs, I would tell you to get the fuck out. All right. But you're good. Uh, Thank you. Let's talk, about <laughs> so, let's talk about something else that's a little bit controversial. And I think we all in this room have their opinions on it. Man. What? ACH had like a breakdown on Twitter this week. And this would have been the biggest story... Of the if, week. If it didn't happen for the <laughs> If it didn't travel. happen for the Crown Jewel stuff and what we got on SmackDown, this probably would have been what we started the show with. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, man, ACH kind of had a mental breakdown. I won't even say mental breakdown. He's using that as an excuse. He had a breakdown. And, you know, in a matter of 48 hours, he had the audience be behind him and then turn on him in a matter of 48 hours. So, if you guys have been living under a rock, or actually know what's going on, or, it's, or you guys are tired of it. I'm still, we're still going to talk about it, because we have to talk about it. Yeah. So, um, ACH posted on Twitter, Jordan Miles, he posted on Twitter saying about the, the shirt that had uh, Jordan Miles on it with, like, a red um, kind of smiley face on it, mm-hmm. right? And if you look at it, it looks like blackface. I don't care if... If you don't think it doesn't look like that, I don't care. If, if you're such a WWE mark, it, it looks like blackface here. There's no way of, of putting it. Now, whether it was intentional or not, that's another story. I personally don't think it was intentional. But we live in a world today that people are ignorant. And sometimes I don't blame ignorance on the person because maybe you're just not woke on it. Maybe you're just not aware of it. But there's such things as blackface and Zambo, which is... Very offensive. And me as a Latino, I'm not going to lie to you. If you see some of these YouTube clips of trying to educate yourself with some of this stuff, I, I feel disturbed about it. There's a, there's a good Spike Lee movie um, called Bamboozled that talks about blackface and talks about the, the whole Zambo 
shit. And, and, and man, I, I don't even feel comfortable watching that. So you look at the shirt, whether you, you think you see it or if you don't see it, you know, sometimes we are ignorant when it comes to certain things. It's not, it's not necessarily your fault. The only thing I will fault wrestling fans is instead of fucking going on your Twitter machine or going on Facebook and going on Instagram making comments like, oh, I don't see what's the big deal. I don't think it's racist. I don't think it is. Why don't you educate yourself and Google it and see why some people, which was a lot of people making a big deal about it. So there, there, there's that. Exactly. So Jordan Miles uh, talked about it on Twitter and kind of just went on a Twitter rant. And, you know, he, he added Triple H. He added Vince McMahon on it. And, you know, for the most part, I saw a lot of people supporting Jordan Miles. You had you, 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 some fan base that they were trying to say, oh, you're just making a big deal about it. I don't see anything. What's the big deal? Whatever. Those people are ignorant. Educate yourself. Cool. So the next day, my man continues on his rant. Right. And now some more things are coming out. It's starting to come out now that the the shirt was never sold out in the public, that it was taken off WWE shot a month ago, mm-hmm. and WWE kind of defended themselves and said, like, oh, Jordan Miles signed off on this. Right. All right? And I thought from a, a publicly traded company, I feel like they handled that a little bit. I, I wasn't cool with it because I feel like all they had to do was, like, we apologize to Jordan Miles. We apologize to anybody that was offended on this. Yep. We took it off online, and this shirt is not going to be sold, and that's it. And that would have washed their hands, and whether Jordan Miles wanted to continue burying himself or not, at least WWE would have washed their hands with them. Instead, they passed the heat to Jordan Miles because they, they're saying that he signed off on it, which we later found out the same day that he did sign on, signed off on it. He deleted the tweet. He, he pretty much claimed that he signed off on it because when he first saw the design, it was on a white shirt. Mm-hmm. And then when he saw the finished product, it was on a black shirt. And then he tweeted and tweet. He emailed the guy. I forget what the dude's name. And I'm not going to go back on my phone to, to find out what the dude's name. But the, the dude that designed the, the T-shirt, he, he, he uh, leaked out an email saying that, oh, that Triple H wanted it to be more, I think, was like teethy. Like the design yeah, or something. Yeah, that's really weird for him to use that kind of a teethy or something. Adjective. And then when ACH confronted Triple H about it, uh, Triple H was under the impression that ACH was cool with the design, mm-hmm. right? And then my man just kept going and saying that turn, you know, anybody that's supporting me to to make your profile pictures black and white. Then he went. Excuse me. He went at Ring of Honor, which Ring of Honor doesn't need any more heat as it is. Yeah. He went after Ring of Honor, and then Jay Lethal catches it for no apparent reason, getting called an Uncle Tom, which, what the fuck, man? And then the same day is reported that Jay Lethal fucking broke his arm in the UK. Yeah. So not only is he getting called an Uncle Tom, but then he breaks his fucking arm at a show. And then the more and more you start seeing this shit on Twitter... It's kind of leaving a, a, a nasty taste in your mouth as a fan. And it's like, you know, I was supporting this guy, but now, you know, you're doing, you, you do the hashtag um, for the culture, which that's another topic that, that I don't want to even get into because I have my opinions about when people say doing it for the culture, for the culture. Listen, if you're not like under the limelight or you're not like famous or you don't have like a, 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 a position where you're known like that, 
I don't think anybody should be using that terminology or that hashtag because I feel like people do it more for hits and likes and attention than actually meaning it for something. That's just my opinion. People could disagree with on it, but let's not act a lot of fucking marks and fans, and not only in wrestling, but just in, ge in general, don't use doing it for the culture for hits and likes. And they're not actually trying to make a difference. But that's another subject. So now you're using the hashtag for the culture, but you're calling Jay Lethal, which is an African-American, a fucking Uncle Tom. So you're kind of being a hypocrite now. Mm. So now people that were backing you to begin with are now like, yeah, you can't be trying to represent something, right? But name-calling people. They're talking out both sides of your mouth. You, you're, you're kind of a hypocrite here. Then he's putting out videos saying, fuck WWE, they don't care about black people. And then he he sends out, he does another post, I think, like the next day, talking about, oh, oh, well, my back. Then Booker T goes on. Because now people, because, you know, Marks, right, wrestling fans, they want to drag in other African-American talent like Mark Henry and, and and Booker T. And I give credit to Mark Henry because I'm busted open. He did not mention it all week. So I give him credit. He stayed away from it. He didn't want didn't want to talk to it, talk about it, which I think it's a good thing. Because while there needs to be a change, the way ACH handled it was wrong. Mm. So Booker T talked about it, and he talked about it. The problem here is social media. You're dressing in social media. He talked about the racism he had to deal with when he was coming up. And everything that he had to deal with, he handled it as man to man, and he handled it in his private time. He didn't make the world aware of it. Mm. Booker T, to me, he doesn't seem like a lying dude. No. I take his word for it. And I got to agree with him on that. What ACH fucked up was, you put it in public knowledge, fine. But he kept burying himself in the process of doing that. And then when he finally, uh, he ended up doing one of the last posts. I think this was like Wednesday. This is like day three of this whole debacle. And he did something. He did another post saying that he doesn't apologize for anything he's doing. But he is saying that some of the some of the tweets and some of the stuff, which he deleted. Like the Jay Lethal tweet, he deleted it within like an hour that he posted it. Yeah. So he said that some of the stuff was um, inappropriate. Not, um, I guess, mature. He, 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 he owns up to it. He said he doesn't take anything back, but he does say that he should have uh, handled things differently. And then also um, he added Booker T saying that he wants to go on Booker T's podcast and talking about it. Um, so with all that being said, um, I think ACH gets a congratulations for the way he handled it. Um, I think he had the fan base um, with him. Until he started like going at people and kind of being a hypocrite, in my opinion. Um, and he had, he kind of gave the fan base a sour taste in their mouth. Um, does he have a point with the shirt? Yes. I think if you don't see what the problem with that shirt is, you're just ignorant. And the fact that if you don't, if you hear people why they're bothered by the shirt and you still can't see past that and you're rolling your eyes or you're being a racist, then you're part of the problem. I think that was my biggest takeaway how the wrestling community got divided at one point and you had so much ugly and negative and hateful posts from wrestling fans not understanding why the shirt could be offensive. Now, with that being said, I don't think WWE meant it in a racial way. I don't think it was racist on their part. I think whoever did the design is ignorant. Um, but that's my stance on it. Um, we could question WWE for some of 
questionable things they've done in the past. Obviously, Vince McMahon dropping the N-bomb and also the Booker T. Triple H storyline at WrestleMania 19. They have done questionable things. Kamala. Kamala, but um, do I think there was a malicious intent with the shirt? No, I don't think that. And I think at the end of the day, um, you know, ACH kind of heard his um, value of it, um, at, at least when it comes to a WWE standpoint. Um, obviously, he's a great, talented wrestler. He will get work if he gets fired or he gets released or he decides to, you know, ask for his release, whatever he decides to do or whatever the WWE decides to do. He's a talented guy. We'll never take that away from him. But the way he handled it, it's kind of Jesse Smollett. It's kind of like Jesse Smollett a little bit. And y'all can hate me for it, but let's let's be real here. It's kind of Jesse Smollett a Jace. Um, that's all I got to say about it. Um, my biggest takeaway is that wrestling, a lot of wrestling fans are ignorant. And if you don't understand now why that shirt could be an issue, you should educate yourself and not be hateful and not be... Uh, you know, negative when it comes to certain things like that. Open your mind, educate yourself. And that's my takeaway on this whole thing. And I know I kind of went on a rant here and we still got to get Sam's point of view, but um, that's where I stand on it. Yeah, man, I think you covered it great. Uh, I agree with you 100% uh, in, in the aspect of if you don't understand why something is offensive to somebody, why don't you take the time out to figure that out? I, I, I never understood the person that says, well, why are you offended? It's not that. Hold on. Take a second. Look it up. You have Google right in the palm of your hand. See why this person might feel some type of way about it. All right? I mean, the guy, obviously, it was pissed off. And he was emotional in his reaction. And I feel like if you're a human being, you've had a moment like that where you might have gone off, you might have lost it. And he's in a position in his career where he was a big fish in a little pond in Ring of Honor. That's the way I feel, even though he didn't get his main event, you know, run, you know, with the title or anything like that. I feel like he was one of those top dogs in Ring of Honor. And right now we don't really hear about him. And he's creatively frustrated. And then to see a T-shirt, and it's like giving a racist vibe. It's almost like in your mind, put yourself in his shoes. Where are they going with my character? How do they see me? What are they about to do with me here? I'm not about to go out there and, for lack of a better term, shuck and jive for the audience. You know what I mean? And I totally understand where he comes from when he gets emotional and he starts ranting. Because I've been there. I've, I've lost my cool more than once. Did he handle it the right way? No. He probably should have addressed it behind the scenes and said, listen, what is going on with this T-shirt? And, you know, done it the way Booker T addressed it, you know, in, in the past. But the main takeaway is if you're somebody that looks at somebody else and just says, well, why are you offended? I'm not offended. Take your time to find out the history of why this person might feel some type of way because it's fucked up you can't tell somebody how to feel how would it feel if i told you oh you can't feel a certain type of way that that would be weird right i can't control your emotions right so if somebody feels offended take your time out and go okay 
now I understand this was used as, you know, uh, a racist gimmick back in the day. You know what I mean? And that's all I got to say about it, guys. I mean, just be nice to people. It does. It's it's free to be nice. That's it. You know, and take your time to to fucking educate yourself, man. That That's that it. was my biggest takeaway of, of the whole thing. You know, whether ACH buried himself and or or he handled things the wrong way. Fuck my, ACH. My that and that Come was on, Leo. Leo. My biggest takeaway was uh. All right, Leo. Have a good one, man. Uh, we're gonna see him in a bit, but okay. Um, hey, babe. It's okay. Uh, my biggest takeaway was just the audience, the fan base, like yeah, how ignorant as a, a fan base we could be, and 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 I wasn't mad about it, I wasn't upset about it, I was just disappointed, yeah. and I told you earlier this week, I was how, mad about it, how I was disappointed because when I went to Dallas for WrestleMania a couple years ago, WrestleMania 32, if I'm mistaken, and when I went to New Orleans for WrestleMania 34. I've seen so many different people from so many different backgrounds, the Latinos, white people, they, they, you know, uh, black people, whatever, every type of race. It doesn't matter. And we all came together, whether it was different promotions, whether it was Mania, right on Bourbon Street, right? And there was such a good atmosphere there because yeah. we all went there for the same thing, for our love of professional wrestling, exactly. right? Our skin color didn't matter. How we looked didn't matter. What our background was, it, it none of that matters because we're all just there to have a fucking good time. Exactly. Right? And I think that's how we should be. And, you know, you get a diversity in, in all these different sports, you know, whether it's – Leo's a big fan of soccer, you know, uh, you know NFL, basketball, um, baseball. You get so many diversities when it comes to different sports. But I feel like wrestling, you get like a worldwide diversity. Yeah. And I feel like wrestling fans, you get so many diversity there that it's like it, it's it's beautiful in many ways because it, it doesn't can, matter who you support, be, yeah. it doesn't matter who who what what your religion is, it, none of that matters if because you just love wrestling, right? Yeah, think about it: the people in Saudi Arabia, when Which you is, look in the crowd, yeah. mm-hmm. they're they all look just like, having a good time. Yeah, they look like regular wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, like you said, the yeah. one with the septum piercing. Yeah. You know what I mean? She so looked like a regular res- wrestling fan that you would see at a show. And there's so else. much diversity, yet I go on social media. And I was going to do a long post about it, but I was like, you know what? That's just waiting for trolls with their negativity. Right. And I don't need that ne- negativity at all. So I'm just like, you know what? I'd rather just talk about it on the mic like we just did. And man, my biggest takeaway from all this is what the fuck? A lot of you wrestling fans, and I don't give a shit if you get upset about it. I don't give a shit if you disagree with me. And you could fucking roll your eyes and you could be like, we're being sensitive. No. It's being woke. It's educating ourselves. There's nothing wrong with you being ignorant and not knowing something, but then you educate yourself. That's a negative turning into a positive. And if you're a, a, a decent human being and you try to educate yourself and you right. don't feel like a little bit disgusted yeah. on what this blackface and the Sambo a- empathy, shit is. Show some empathy. Be human. Man, you just have no heart because it's disgusting. I... I remember, like, just even seeing the trailer for for Bamboozle, which is a movie, yeah, a comedy movie, but it does touch on real shit. Yeah, I felt disgusting watching that. Yeah. So, t- 
just educate yourself, people. That's all I'm saying. And if, listen, if you don't like what I'm saying, like, you could unfollow us. You could not listen to the show. I, I personally don't give a fuck. But, man, we got to educate ourselves, seriously. Yeah. Because we, we shouldn't be like this. We shouldn't be so hateful. We yeah. shouldn't. We're not saying what WWE was racist. Maybe it was a mistake. I don't. I personally don't think it was in malicious intent. But man, you look at that shirt. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. It sucks. But um, hopefully, as a fan base, we can move forward from this. You know what I mean? And just like Mario said, just educate yourself. You know what I mean? And like I said, just be nice, man. Just be nice. Do something nice for somebody without expecting anything back. All right. Let's talk about more Twitter stuff. Go ahead, man. Joey Mercury went off on Twitter this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and this is going to kind of... Some would say he didn't take it the right way, do it the right way either. But, 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 but see, but this is a complete different subject, though. Okay, go ahead. This subject could be... This, maybe this was he, in the last 24 hours, right? Last 48, if 48. I'm not mistaken. 48, all right. Joey Mercury was working as an agent for Ring of Honor. Okay. And he got released. Mm-hmm. Or he didn't renew his contract, something like that. Something down those lines. My man just went off on the on the on the on the company. Went off the guy uh, running. I think his name is Glenn something. I can't think of his last name. And man, this guy's been dropping gems on his Twitter, mm. being saying like there's no concussion protocol. How these towns are getting stiffed with money. And man, Ring of Honor has just not been catching a break with 2019. And I, I understand what you're saying. Like maybe he didn't handle things the right way. But this is not like a discrimination racial issue here. He might have not handled this the right way if he doesn't want a lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But everything he's saying is true. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor has been a mess this year. Yeah, it has. And maybe it's because of all this shit that he's saying. And then Austin Aries jumped in, kind of saying that he could, you know, uh, this is why he doesn't do business with Ring of Honor. And then Jim Cornette jumped in. Yeah. It, it, was just a, <laughs> it was just a back and forth between Jim Cornette and Austin Aries. And I personally don't give a shit about Jim Cornette. He could go fuck himself. But, man, <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. And, you know, Ring of Honor, once again. Got to hold that L. They got to hold that L. And, you know, uh, Kelly Klein, you know, spoke about it, you know, saying that she doesn't want to get a uh, – in trouble about it, but she kind of praises Joey Merkin, saying like she's he was one of the best agents and, and, and trainers over at Ring of Honor. And then BJ Whitmer, which is working behind the scenes for AEW, he jumped in saying that everything that Joey Mercury's saying is true because he used to work in the office for Ring of Honor. So it's just a fucking mess. Jesus. Um, you you think it's just a matter of time where maybe a company like. Impact or WWE ends up buying Ring of Honor or maybe someone else ends up buying it and kind of runs Ring of Honor how it should be. Man, I hope if they buy it, they just end it and just put out that tape library and raid their their roster kind of like how WWE did to WCW and ECW back in the day. Because at this point, I'm turned off completely. It's not the town's fault. It's not (laughs) the town's fault, especially with... Jay Lethal not being on the show for however many weeks or months it's going to take for him to heal up. I mean, I haven't watched Ring of Honor in a while, even with Jay Lethal being on the show. It's just it's just not there for me anymore. It used to be one of the best alternative brands out there, and now it's just blah. It's terrible. It's blah. It's, you know, I, I know, it's uh, TNA and Jace. Yeah, it's TNA when they weren't good. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Um, 
you know, it's not the town's fault. They got an amazing talent roster, but right. Ring of Honor's just not cutting it. Um, speaking of Impact, we sp- mentioned TNA. Congrats to Sammy Callahan. Yeah. He's the new Impact World Champion. Uh, this is a guy that we spoke about in the last episode. He put Impact Wrestling on his back when nobody else would. That's right. Um, and now Impact Wrestling, they're on Axis. Obviously, in more homes. Um, you know, across the country, and he's now taking this new uh, this this new day for 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 Impact Wrestling, and he's kind of leading the ship. And it, it looks like we're gonna get a potential uh, Sammy Callahan and Tessa Blanchard feud for that world title. Yeah, do you think they're gonna put the world title on Tessa? Yes, but I hope not soon, because okay. I feel like if they do it soon, Sammy Callahan is just nothing but a transitional transitional champion. Right. I don't want that. Right, right. I want Sammy Callahan to beat Tessa. Have let him build to a couple wins, where we could see Tessa being the first ever world champion. Yeah, men's world champion in wrestling. Do I want the moment to happen? Yes, right. but I don't want Sammy to be a transitional champion. Let's not take the title off him yet. Give him a good lengthy run. He deserves it. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. He definitely does. Uh, that's just the way I feel that they're going with it. That I they not, that man. they put the title on him so they could. Put it on Tessa down the line and maybe, you know, cohort. I don't know if I'm saying this word right, but convince her. That's a better word for me. Uh, convince her um, to stay with the company. Maybe uh, mean, sign a new contract, give her a little bit of a bigger bag and I a mean, title I, run. Like I said, I hope that eventually does happen, but I don't want it to happen yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Let's yeah. build to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's continue that underdog story, if you will. Yeah, I feel you. All right? Yeah. All right. Um, and then let's talk about AEW a little bit because we really talked much about AEW before we wrap up. Um, so SEU, congrats to them, new tag champions. Yeah, you don't look too excited about it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't too excited about it. Um, don't get me wrong, SEU is a great tag team. Uh, but with the tag team division as strong as they have over there, when you got you know Santana and Ortiz, you got the Lucha Brothers, you got the Young Bucks, Private Party, Private the Party, best friends, man. You know, not taking anything away from SCU, but, man, I really was hoping for the Lucha Brothers to be the first tag champs. But I don't think that, you know, this, you know, obviously they're going to get their run with it. You know what I mean? But it's just the way that it ended with the roll up. It was, it was, it was more, and, and I, un- when I congratulated both Frankie and, and Scorpio Sky, and Scorpio Sky on, on our pages, I think... Why we didn't get the... I wish they would have gotten a bigger pop. But it was I think underwhelming. We, the reason why we didn't get a bigger pop, because I think the fans were more shocked Yeah. that it was a roll-up Yeah. than, you know, like a, a like a real clean finish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like kind of like SEU kind of stole the win. Yeah, yeah. You know? So. And, you know, Frankie Kazarian and, and, and Scorpio, Sky, Scorpio Sky are great talents, and maybe if the finish was a little bit differently, maybe the fans would have handled it a little bit better, but... Let's let's be honest here. That crowd was a little bit pro Lucha Brothers. <laughs> yeah, than, they were. Than SCU. And don't get me wrong, yeah. SCU did get their cheers. I'm not saying that they were getting booed. They, they weren't getting booed. But Lucha Brothers, that both Phoenix and Pentagon, they're they're just they're just out of this world, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're probably one of the best tag teams in the world. Top three, if not the best. Mm-hmm. Um so I really enjoyed the contract signing. It was different. It was. And you know what it reminded me of? Um, you know, they didn't get into it at the table, but that backstage in the parking lot segment 
reminded me of the NWO. It was very WCW, Jace, to me. Well, the, the whole AEW Dynamite is shot like a Nitro. Yeah, you it's were talking shot, about that earlier. If you watch a Nitro from back in the day, you know, late 90s, and then you watch Dynamite, the way it's shot, it's almost identical. It's not shot like Raw and SmackDown. It's mm-hmm. not shot like that. It's shot like a Nitro. So it was very Nitro-esque, NWS, that backstage segment yeah, where they, they broke Dustin's they, arm. They broke Dustin's arm. And, yeah. and just how obnoxious Jericho is with his cigar and his stupid yeah, yeah. pumpkin jacket. I was like, why has he got a, a regular lighter? Why does he not have a butane <laughs> yeah, if he's going to light a cigar? He <laughs> got so, a butane lighter, Jericho? Come on, man. But it was so obnoxious, but great. It was yeah. great. It was hilarious. Um, and, and I like seeing the beatdown. I like seeing... Even um, Santana Ortiz being down um, the Rock and Roll Express and also the Young Bucks later on in the night. That was very NWS. Yeah. I, I like seeing the inner circle being the aggressors here and just attacking people because it's like, fuck it. Yeah. We're running the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They were wearing those Rick and Morty masks. I like that, too. Where mm-hmm. they pulled... Uh, who did they pull into the into the crowd with them? It was the Young Bucks. Young Bucks. Yeah, yeah. that's it. After, after the... The, the three on three, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus um, Angelico, Jack Evans, and Kip Sabian. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was great stuff, man. It was a great match, but this is one thing that I'm going to shit on the fans again because I was talking about it yeah. with you in the car. So, if you guys watched uh, Kenny Omega's entrance, he came out with the, it's, a, it's a video game character. I'm not familiar with it, even though I will say the intro before he came out, I liked it. Did you see that they gave yeah. a nod to Kota Ibushi? Yeah, yeah. One of the figures was Kota Ibushi. Yeah. I like that little wink in the nod. I like little stuff like that. I like little nuggets like yeah. that. But um, one thing I will knock like the AEW fan base is the fans are like, oh man, you know, cheering for Kenny Omega. Yeah, and you see nothing but positive shit online about the about this character that I don't know about, but I don't play video games. So I, I don't know about this character, and and I'm not saying and I'm not saying that, that the entrance is horrible. I'm not saying that either, but what I will say that is it's like fans are like um what's the word I'm looking for, Sam? Uh, they're um they're, there's like a double stand. There's like a yeah, there's a double standard. There's a sta- double standard for it. They play favorites. Cause let's say if it would have been a guy like I don't know, like uh like a, a Chad Gable or like a, a an Ali or like a Ricochet or or, or someone. To that degree, like your higher mid card guy, right? Right. And dressing up as a character that nobody's ever heard of, right? Yeah. People would have been shitting that online. Yeah, we, we just shit on Ricochet for looking. We would, yeah. You know grotesque what I'm saying? out there. <laughs> it, 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 exactly. And, yeah. and and even with and even with the Ricochet gimmick uh, costume, yeah. I think he looked terrible. But there's probably other fans that think, um, you know, that thought it was cool. Yeah. And me, I thought it was terrible because I just think it was too colorful. That's just my opinion. Yeah. And I'm sure he was nodding to whatever character it is. Going back to the whole Kenny Omega thing, do I think that was necessary? No. It's like not my cup of tea, but a lot of fans were praising it. Yet, if something similar happens in the WWE, people crap on it. I'll tell you what I didn't like about AEW, which is very WWE Jace, is when they put on the whole Rick and Morty match with uh, Orange Cassidy. That was very WWE. Yeah. Yeah, with the the whole get-up and everything. And Don't get me wrong, the in-ring action was... Great, but why you gotta why be dressed up this? like this? Why are we doing this? You know, I it, think for me, because I'm not a Rick and Morty fan, right? Yeah. Like I don't watch the show or anything, so it's not that I hated it. I just didn't care about it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's they're on TNT, which is you know an affiliate with Cartoon Network and and CNN. 
So we're going to see a lot of crossover, you know, stuff with, with that. So I understand where they're going f- for a marketing aspect of it. But Mark, I, you see what, I see what you did there. Marketing. Mark. <laughs> I see what you did there, bro. Yeah, but... um. Marketing. Yeah, I, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me either. Yeah. And we could pr- listen. Us, there's and and somebody also. Uh, I forget who it was online. I forget in one of our posts because when we posted also about how Cody Rhodes and Jericho uh, are having, uh, if they last an hour, there's gonna be like judges or whatever, right? Taking it back to like the NWA days. You know? I really hope they don't last an hour. First of all, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. I, I personally don't like the gimmick of having three judges. Like, this is wrestling. It's not like a boxing match, you know what I'm saying, or UFC. I personally don't like the gimmick. Now, I don't know. Maybe there's some people that like it. But, like, I, it's funny how I forget who it was and commented on their post and was like, oh, they're not going to last an hour. Did you guys read it? I'm like, first of all, we we posted it. Obviously, we read it, Mark. But <laughs> one thing I, I do find funny is if you critique something about AEW, you're automatically a hater. Yeah, that's like no, you got to call spade a spade, like, man. We're, we're we're going to full gear next week. Yeah, we're fans, bro. We're fans. It's okay to be a fan of something and critique it. Right. You don't have to love everything about the product. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. but since AEW is the fresh new toy, yeah. If you say one little thing and they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really into that or whatever, or yeah. you're being an AEW hater, no, I'm not. I'm being. I'm just not being biased on what I like. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're always going to have those people that either defend their their favorite or, you know. But I, I'll say this. When it comes to the Wednesday Night Wars, I enjoyed Dynamite better than I enjoyed uh, NXT. What do you think? Um, I think in the last two weeks, both brands have put out their best shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good Best good shows. shows. Yeah, yeah. Um... Man, this is a this is a tough one because I really enjoyed both shows these past two weeks. Um, it's rough, man. I, I can't I can't really. That's I, good if you can't pick a favorite. You can say favorite. it's a tie. You can say I, I that's okay. I, I can't pick a favorite because I really the last two weeks have been really really fucking good. You know and what that's saying? all we ask for. And both both shows have, uh, you know. Got me at the edge of my seat, and like, and, and I've been telling you, and I shared it in the past also, like, in recent, in I've been watching Wednesday nights on delay, so I've been having, I haven't been watching it live, and mm-hmm. obviously NXT I don't watch it live because you know it's already DVR'd, right? So I always watch AEW first. One thing I will say about both shows, even though I I think they're a tie, the last two shows, both NXT and AEW, I might have a little bit more criticism towards AEW than I do NXT. Okay. Okay. That's where I leave it. Okay, I like it. Because the last two weeks, NXT, their product has been phenomenal. My only issue is, is they're in full Pure pro wrestling. That's yes. what I'll call it. Yeah, it's been good. Um, it's been good. I think we covered everything. Yeah, dude. man, we had it. We yeah. talked about literally everything. It was more WWE heavy. You know what? Before we wrap up, you know what we could do? Since uh, next week we are going full gear. We're going yeah. to Baltimore. Let's cover the matches that have been announced. Let's just keep, make some quick predictions. You cool with that? Yeah, man, absolutely. All right, so let's start with Santana Ortiz, uh, uh, Proud and Powerful versus the Young Bucks. Um, I'm going to let you give your take first before I do mine. So go ahead. I want P&P to win, but I think the Young Bucks are going to win. 
That's what I think because I feel like the Young Bucks have been doing too many jobs recently, and I think they need one. You know what I mean? That's just the way I feel. I'm going to disagree with you, and I think the, you think the proud and powerful, I think Santana Ortiz, they're going to take this win. They need the win because while we know them through Impact and other people know them through Impact, right. the Young Bucks are already made. Not saying LAX isn't made yet, but they still have something to prove in AEW. True. And what better way to picking up a huge win over the Young Bucks? Yeah, yeah. I I hope you're right, man. Uh, all I know is it's going to be a great match. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, let's talk about also another. Uh, I think there's only three matches announced so far, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, we got uh, Kenny Omega and John Moxley, which yeah. now it's a lights out match. That, that's one thing I wanted. I, I did like about AEW this week. Also, um, I liked how they showed the week before how um there was a uh what you call there was a Moxley Back, being upset backstage with Tony Khan. Uh huh. And they never showed Tony Khan's face, but you hear the audio of it. Right. And saying like, "What do you mean this match ain't gonna isn't gonna count because the lights out match?" And then Tony Khan is explaining like, "There's too much uh." There's too much uh, heat there that we have to make it a, a lights-out match. We want no responsibility of what happens. And he was like, well, if something happens to Kenny Omega, it's on your hands. And then later on the night, we see John Moxley attacking the Liberian, which is a terrible gimmick. And um, he John Moxley cut one of, the, one of his best promos this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it just builds up even more momentum for this match. Uh, we should have got back at All Out in August. Man, I am super excited and pumped for this one. They're uh, gonna beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, bro. I see Moxley going over. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I love both guys here, but uh, Moxley needs to win. And I don't forget, guys, the story that they're telling with Kenny Omega is he's trying to overcome this uh, kind of the step down he's had this past year. Right. It all goes back to Wrestle Kingdom. He lost the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. He hasn't been getting the big wins here. He's gotten wins in tag matches. He's mm-hmm. gotten wins in three-on-three three three matches. Yeah, he had a big win over AAA to become the mega champion. Right. But he hasn't gotten a big win. In the States. In the States in AEW. Yeah. And I think you continue telling that story, and Monster gets this win. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially if it's a, if it's a match that doesn't even count. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's going to be some blood. Yeah, there's going to be some blood and, yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, main event, we got Cody Rhodes challenging for the AEW World Championship against Chris Jericho. You know, uh, I don't think Chris Jericho needs to lose it yet. Will it be an amazing moment if Cody Rhodes wins this strap um, in Baltimore, you know, with the history with Baltimore and the NWA and WCW, obviously Dusty Rhodes or whatever? Um, would it be an amazing moment? Absolutely. But uh, I don't want to see Chris Jericho lose it yet. One thing I will praise also when it comes to this feud between Jericho and Cody Rhodes is the story they're telling. It makes you want Cody to win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. While in Ring of Honor, when he won the world title, we, we, wanted, we wanted him to win because, okay, we could say he's a world champion now. Yeah. When he won the NWA title, we didn't want Cody to win for Cody. We wanted him to win for his dad. Yeah, for Dusty, yeah. This is like, we want him to win now because the whole world's going to see it. Yeah. It makes you want him to win. Yeah. But I don't think it's that time yet, though. Not yet. Not yet. Let champion. Let champion. Retains, in my opinion. And uh, I think we get a great match, and I hope they don't go an hour and we don't have to see the judges. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> see that either. I don't want to see that either. Um, Dude, 
We legit covered everything. It's been a crazy week, man. It's been a crazy week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we should be recording something next week on the road. Most likely it will be, we'll record something Sunday. It will drop maybe Sunday evening, Monday morning. We're not sure. We'll touch with Leo. Um, it will probably be like an hour show, kind of just recapping our experience in Baltimore and AEW's full gear and what to look forward to, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Okay. Obviously, the old man's not here. He had a, you know kind of do a, a run out, not a run in. So you can find him at Shofubuleo. Also, if you have a podcast idea, if you're a DJ, if you're a, a blogger of any sort, um, or if you want to just put out your content, which, you know, which is always a positive, give him a, give him a shout at LosRadio.com on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you can find him. Uh, Sam, you got any plugs? Yeah, just remember, download the Los Radio app, yep. and you can catch us... Um, on Mondays at 5 p.m., um, that's like prime time. If you're uh, doing Rush your hour. commute and you're stuck in traffic, you go ahead, download the Los Radio app, and listen to us. Um, not live, but you know the live stream. We'll be having our show. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out this week on Instagram. Uh, Instagram uh, wrestling accounts that you should be following. Uh, Flippy Jobber. Um, she's got some great stuff on her account. Go give her a follow. You can follow me at Sammy Suplex on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, go like the Facebook page. And that's all I have. What's going on, man? Um, I actually, not taking your gimmick, but I just want to give a quick shout-out to Dream Match Wrestling because he hooked it up with this great T-shirt. Um, this is the worst town I've ever played in. Um, this is a Baltimore Ravens shirt. I am a Baltimore Ravens fan. Tonight we got a big game against the New England Patriots. Um, I wish you guys luck. I wish you guys luck. Hopefully we get this win, but don't be at the don't be surprised at the end of the night. I tell myself, congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. But I'm being positive here. Hopefully we get this big win. So shout out to Dream Match Wrestling. Uh, so he kind of did this mock up, um, you know, kind of a la SEU. Right. Uh, he did a couple of NFL teams. So shout outs to him. Um, if you don't, uh, he might still have these shirts on sale on his Teespring or wherever he he sells his shirts. Um, Maybe if you don't see your team on there and you would like a shirt like this, maybe you could DM him and maybe he'll make one for you. So, And plus, he's a great follow. He's an amazing artist, him and his wife. So give him a follow at Dream Match Wrestling. You can find me at Rated R since 87. But make sure you da- download and subscribe our podcast. Um, iTunes, SoundCloud, you can make fancy Apple Podcast. Tune in, La Mesca, App, LowShader.com, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast needs. Also, follow us and like us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even though I don't use Twitter. I don't know if Leo and Sam are using the Twitter. I've been using it. Okay, I've, so I've that's posted some stuff. Yeah, man. Okay, so that's perfect. Um, so follow us and like us on there. And that's about it. I was disappointed because uh, I've been to so many Russian shows and see the diversity of people, and then I got to meet a lot of stories. We weren't taking it.
time instead of fucking doing a scroll online. Actually, look it up. Look it up. This is serious shit. If you missed anything of today's episode, you can find a week out that's on which you down to the podcast version of the show. I can find out when you can't get the podcast too. And on this side, we'll figure it out. And Spotify, wherever you get the podcast, you can say five star, five star, three, you come to this very one of them. And most likely be real that's not here. Maybe you'll bear the news because I talk so much shit, but maybe you bear the chance so positive. Punch up. Good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good time. Make sure you see food. And also, pay attention to social media because we post a lot of content. For Chelsea Boleo, that's not here. For Sandy Cooper. Yours truly, Mr. Rated R. Keep it Rated R. And stay tuned.